for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Blab Chat. Hey. Oh Hi, this is James. Hi, James. Welcome is, to Blab Chat. This is Christina. In the world, where was Earl, get out of here. <laughs> no. Yeah. Earl came creeping in. Earl came creeping Creep. in. It's nice to meet you guys today. Oh man. Hello. Oh man. Earl is so <laughs> I, I I just can't get enough of Earl. Right? I love He's Earl. Gotta get He's out such a nice guy. Yeah, Earl, listen, we're gonna hit you up later, okay? Go out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah get out of here, Earl. Okay, no problem. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Welcome to Blab Chat, um, episode thirty-four. Yeah. Um, let's give ourselves a round of applause. Keeping this shit going. You know, we got the squat in here. Yes. Um, this is episode 34, man. This is Blab Chat, all music producer uh, talk, conversational yes. podcast. Um, yeah, man. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, first of all. Uh, go to iTunes and uh, hit that subscribe, Blab Chat. Make sure you check us out on there and follow our social media at Blab Chat, B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T. Um, we missed uh, my man Atlas here. I'm back. Was he's back? He I'm wasn't back. here last week, but uh, we I'm had here. a great show last time. Yes, uh, with yes. the man Jimmy Douglas. Jimmy Douglas, legend, man. Legend. I mean, just the fact that we, you know, he took time out of his schedule to kind of join us mm-hmm. that day was was amazing, and you know, he's he's one example of, I think, you know, what you kind of want to aspire to do if you continue to do the music and be you know at the level that he's at at his age we were talking about that mm-hmm. in the rec room yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know he's he's an og he's been around probably what 25 years oh, yeah. in the industry so and the fact that he uses fruity loops and ableton, ableton and like every doll possible is just like that's a testament to someone who really gets it yeah, yeah. and and what's interesting i mean he's i'm assuming no disrespect jimmy d to you know in his 60s um Working from like Journey to Justin Timberlake to everything else he's doing currently because the guy is very relevant. And it's just very inspirational to see that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the guy can put his hands on anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally pause. And function. Pause. That, that was a little pause. <laughs> that was a little, that was a pause. little pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. pause. Put, put his hands on anything. Put his hand. <laughs> pause for sure. But it was interesting for me to see how he felt about like new producers being mm-hmm. in the studio and you know how he feels that they're not necessarily taking advantage of the situation but more so trying to show out right when it, yeah it's best to and it's kind of like what a lot of our guests say be a fly on the wall yeah you know yeah exactly i mean you have to yeah you have to observe just keep yeah. your mouth shut listen and only you know speak when it's 
you know, when it means something and people are actually listening. Yeah. But being a fly on the wall and just listening, I mean, that's what I've done my whole career. Is I've yeah. kind of been a fly on the wall. I put myself in different, I'm sure we all have, is you put yourself in situations. And, you know, we always say you want to be the dumbest person in the room. And when you are, keep your mouth shut because you're going to listen to a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 It's very true, man. Yeah. It's very, very true. I mean, we've, we've had lots of conversations about, um, you know, showing up and just like those little baby steps you want to take to become a successful producer or even just anyone in the industry in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about relationships and networking a, a shitload of times. Um, we've talked about, um, you know, just being persistent and being patient but actually so my man sky zoo who's in the building right now we were talking shout out sky zoo in the rec room and we're talking about um how you know the grind is different nowadays guys Mm -hmm. you know and we're talking about how you know because of social media Mm -hmm. i think people that are aspiring and on the grind right now aren't necessarily going the extra mile because things are a little bit easier now yeah right. you know i mean sky was just talking about how you know when he was first grinding like you know what 18 years old 17 19 just like young like just starting out like he would be you know showing up in front of the bad boy building for hours you know mm-hmm. what i mean like 9 p.m to 4 a.m waiting for diddy to come out mm-hmm. like little things like that like going the extra mile and now you have twitter and yeah. Instagram and all that, and you yeah. can just de- you know add DM someone, yep. and you think that's the equivalent of you know what Sky did, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's your guys' opinion on that. Like, do you think the grind right now is uh, suffering because things are easier and people aren't working as hard? I think I think it's easier in the sense that it's easier to contact somebody multiple times unless they block you <laughs> but uh true you know but easy ways to contact whether it's dm or adding them um so i definitely agree with that now if you're all a smart out there what you'll do is you will use that as well as use the hustle that sky zoo did and bring those worlds together you know what i'm saying if you can right. do both where you're actually showing up to the places i'm not saying blow up their dms but if they know who you are you know, maybe you can do a little, hey, yo, what up, man? Just checking in, you know, boom, boom, let me know if you need anything, whatever. Um, then if you can combine those worlds, yeah. But I, but the problem is the kids these days, because of social media, aren't doing that because they're accustomed to just DMing and stuff. So right. if you can combine them, you're going to... It's going to help you. I mean, I'm not going to say you're going to win, but it'll definitely help you. Yeah, yeah. I you could know? agree with that. I think yeah. it's a combination of both, like showing up and also utilizing your resources, kind of like yeah. social media. Because I, I can... I can get why certain people would just stick to their phones or like go straight to a DM. And that's, that's kind of like how people are conditioned nowadays when you mm. think of it like communication as a whole is just different right. now yeah. that technology is around and social media so sometimes it is easier to shoot your shot and try to tweet that artist that's always tweeting and they might get back to you it's kind of like um this engineer he he tweeted trey songs i don't know if i told this story but no i don't think this so. was like two weeks ago he tweeted trey songs and was like hey you know i'm from miami next time you're here you know i would love to engineer your stuff and trey retweeted him and was like usually i engineer myself which he does he's like but next time i'm in miami i got you he's like follow That's me back yeah. i'll follow you i'll send you you know send me your info and then you get to engineer me next time i'm in miami so it's like sometimes you gotta utilize those type mm. of resources but i agree with at as far as like showing up too right you know? 
Yeah. yeah. I don't think, yeah, I wouldn't say it makes it easier in the sense of like all the platforms that we do have that we're able to communicate, you know, kind of have that possible direct uh, contact. Right. But yeah, ultimately, it's still the, your resources. You still got to go outside. You still have to, if you really want to see something happen, if you just relied on social media, then like you'll never go yeah. get anywhere and you'll wonder, yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, why is that? And yeah. it's because you have to literally get dressed and go outside and yeah. pull up and like be there and yeah like yeah combine the two why not but it's more so going outside like, yeah it's not even you don't even exactly but but do you media. think do you think that that trey songs example is why you know people are like well fuck that i don't have to show up at the building because if that kid yeah. can do it then let me shoot my shot and then it's not, that's you, not the best way to think, but yeah. yeah. I think it just depends on how how your bad mindset. you want it and your mindset mm-hmm. and how strategic you're willing to be in order to get it. Because right. I could understand that, but it's like, <clears throat> what are the odds? Right. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to do that like every day. Exactly. Like, and then you'll get annoyed. Times. And then you probably get annoyed yeah, or get look blocked. like a super fan and they won't reply to you. Right. Depends on the person because one person might be like, wow, this guy's like super consistent. Let me see what he's mm-hmm. about versus another person might be like, dude, you're you're fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, I'm not even writing <laughs> yeah. back. So it just all depends. It depends. It, it, yeah. I, I mean, think, Alice, you I have think, a good... I think if you're going to yeah. DM somebody and you're soliciting your stuff to them, the first approach you should do is start with a compliment. Say mm-hmm. something. Yo, thank you guys for what you do. You guys really inspire me. I've been fans of you guys since... Say something early, you know, that the real fans know, right? <laughs> just go to Wikipedia right? and search. And then... Hey, man, if you have time, I would love for you to check out my stuff. Mm-hmm. Done. That's it. Right. Yeah. Do like that, that, and you might get a click. I, I'll be honest. I would click it. Mm-hmm. Just I'll be like, damn, you know what? That was really nice. Let me see what's up. Yeah. And I'll at least listen to it. I might only listen to five seconds of it, but I'll listen. Yeah, it's like when mm-hmm. people's you know? whole timeline is like... You know, listen to my mixtape. Oh, it's oh. like you go to their timeline and it's like yeah. at, at Jay Z, yes. listen to my mixtape. Okay. At just Blaze, listen yeah. to my mixtape. And it's like, what what's so special about yes. me listening to your mixtape? Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. What separates me from anyone else that makes you want me to listen? Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't seem as interesting. You, mm-hmm. you look like you look spammy. Spammy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not interested like, in like clickbait. I'm yeah. so glad yeah. you said that because that's like when somebody de- and I think we spoke about this uh, in the rec room, but that's like when someone. DMs you, then they email you, and then they text you, and then they like Twitter at you, mm-hmm. and it's just like, dude, I got the first one. Like, you yeah. know, give me a little yeah, time. They hit and you let on me multiple fronts. Yeah, you know, and it looks very desperate. And when, at that point, you don't even want to hit him back. Yeah, honestly, right. you're like, ah, now you're harassing. I'm so yeah, yeah. and the music so could be it. amazing. It could but, be. Yeah. But yeah. the way you're going about it, it's like not even working for you. Yeah, and if no the music's way. not amazing, then you definitely don't have a shot at yeah. getting any possibility. Then you're just annoying as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That happened, to, that happened yeah. to one of my friends. She's a singer-songwriter, and this mm. guy was like trying to work with her, and he kind of like made a slick remark, and she was like, oh, no, I'm it's, done. It's done. quiet. And then What does he, that like, mean, like a slick? What does it mean? Just a slick remark. Okay. Mm. An unnecessary remark. Right. But, you know, it, and it wasn't... Um, it wasn't very business uh, savvy. Okay, of him. I, got, I got you. Right. You know no what more. I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and even personally, it's like, I don't even know you like that. So yeah. it's like, you just fucked up all around. But then, like, he started emailing her. He emailed her like twice, and then, like, he DM'd her. And then, like, oh, he was wow. trying Sam, to find every, like, 
probably even on Facebook. And it's like, dude, if I didn't get back to you one time, gives me some time. Maybe I'm busy, but if I didn't get back to you at a certain time, I just don't feel like it. So now yeah. you're gonna then like harass I would, me I would take through the every hint by then. Yeah, like, I would it's hope. like yeah, you're harassing like, me through every platform, bro. Like. This is not gonna work. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna make me want to respond to you. Yeah. You know what? That reminds me of like the guys that do cat calling. You know, like I was walking down the yeah. street the other day and there were two guys in the like. Did they cat call you at? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew where this was going. Yeah. It was Earl cat calling. Yeah. So Earl, there's Earl. two guys. There's two guys in the van at a red light, right? It's like a. Uh, a plumbing supply company or something like that. And there's these two guys and there's a, you know, a beautiful woman walking, crossing the street, right? The dude rolls his window down, no bullshit. And he goes, excuse me. And, it, you know, she turns around. He's like, my friend likes your boobs. <laughs> I was like, are that? you fucking serious? Are we in like high school right now? That was like, some high school shit. Yeah. I like I felt I, I just laughed and I felt bad for the chick. I'm like, she probably deals with this every day. But listen, single there are some people day. out there that are with the shits like that. Yeah. yeah. So one yeah. Of, that's, that's crazy. One of our listeners, um, I can't remember his name, but mm -hmm. I made a comment on Twitter about how like someone approached me with like the worst pickup line ever. Yeah. It was just like, bruh, whatever. <laughs> so I tweeted about it and one of our listeners was like that um, he used the pickup line on a girl before, but <laughs> <laughs> she's looking for it right now. She's looking for it. Look for it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I gotta hear this. One. <laughs> I gotta hear this. Yeah, me too. Um, so he asked me, you know, what was what was it the pickup line, and I told him or whatever, and then he's like. He said he walked up, and two minutes into a conversation, he asked the chick, "When was the last time she came?" Wow! And he was like, "Kicker was that shit worked." Wow! Wow! wow. That's out. not a bad pickup. Hey, line. get Shout right to, to it. You. But then he said it kind of <laughs> weirded him right out when it. she kind of was with it. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Wait, say that again. He he kind of like got weirded out when she was with it. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, oh, you're that open? Like I'm I'm good. Yeah, you just never know, man. You never know. Shout I mean, out look to him though, Dow Jones. Sometimes you never know. I mean, I, oh, I'm not Dow Jones. That was Dow Jones, yo. Yeah, yeah. We Shout know to Dow, Dow Jones. Jones. I know yeah, Dow Jones. Yeah, Dow Jones is it. dope. He got beats. Yeah, he, got he got dope beats. beats I was cracking up, but yeah, Shout that shit. People fought for that. That this has nothing to do with that, but kind of, but not really at all. But like that's kind of like when Big Sean rapped for Kanye. It's like, oh shit, I didn't know you were mm -hmm. down to like listen to me rap and yep. then sign me. Yep. You know. I think that I feel like Big Sean that Big Sean story doesn't get enough credit because I feel like that was like the beginning of like oh shit like I could shoot my shot really that was an anomaly that, that was, would never happen probably ever again I think Big Sean doesn't get enough credit oh he doesn't. he's retarded yeah. he is so good <laughs> I really like Big yeah. Sean. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh my Sean's god! The pen game up. Oh my god! Oh, we have a, a question from Masoins. Masoins. Oh my Do god, Masoins! Yeah. What does it say? So oh. I have a bunch of questions here from from the wonderful people who tune into Blab Chat. Okay. This is a really good question. I'm actually going to get to Masoins' question <laughs> after this, but this is a question from um, Sir Autumn Gray, <clears throat> and he says, um, "Please address the fact that producers cons uh, constantly complain about not getting attention and respect." but then label their beats as rapper-style beats instead mm -hmm. of producer-style, i.e. Drake-style beat, Noah Forty Shabib-style beat, etc. So what do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of the Drake-type beat, fucking Timbaland-type mm. beat, Metro-type beat hustle? What do you think, Lam? Well, 
I have friends who look these beats up on like YouTube and like practice freestyles on mm. them or like mm. for whatever reason. So I mean like to, to a degree it like serves the purpose, but I think his question is kind of coming from, well, or like what he's, his request of us to talk about is more so like these producers saying they want respect obviously, but then like, oh, I'm putting it, to, oh, it's this type of producer though. It's not me. Like he's not. It's not produced by mm -hmm. original. Is oh, this is the type. It's not even like like it sounds cliche yeah, before I even. He's hear not it. even telling you who he is. It's he's like, telling who, you who what kind he? of beat it is. Exactly. He's exactly. telling you what kind of beat it is before he's actually telling you who he is. Right. So it's kind of like they're discrediting the respect that they're actually talking about that they want, and I think that's where he's coming from. Like mm -hmm. it's contradicting. Yeah. Um. But I'd like. Yeah. I mean, like all every everything serves its purpose. Do I care for it? I mean, it's it's there, and like I've heard beats. I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's there. It's fun. But I mean, shit. Who said um? Was that arsonist said uh that design the beat that designer was yeah. on was like it was a type beat. Yeah, it was a type beat, and it was just on some like beat archive site yeah. and he just ripped it so it's like yeah i think it was it serves its kind purpose of, yeah you got to find the white yeah. the, the the silver lining in it i don't know it just through all of that junk yeah. something's there yeah. I, <laughs> I think if like you're sending those kind of beats via email mm -hmm. don't don't give anyone i guess don't allow people to expect what right. they're gonna listen to because then that's when they'll categorize it or you you yeah. know what I mean? Like maybe it doesn't sound like a Drake type beat to someone else and they think it's dope and they want to like True. send it to someone. So I could understand what he's saying as far as like lack of like recognition or respect when because it's, it's kind of like I said before, it's like it sounds cliche already without me even listening to it. Like, oh, mm -hmm. Drake type beat. Yeah. Also, too, like you're you're just setting yourself up for right. being that guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like do you want to be great or do you want to just get a quick foot in the door? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like name the track so I can like. Yeah. you know relate it to how it sounds or exactly feeling, you know here's yeah. here's the thing though if you're a producer then you're a brand right so if you're a brand you have to be unique so if you're putting already the beat out that's already sounding like something else then how are you being unique that's yeah. like being a singer that's like me being a singer and go yeah i'm like a i'm like a r kelly type singer it's like what, yeah, what does that mean like <laughs> i want to be me you know yeah. what I'm saying? I want to be Michael. I want to be like your own Michael, though. Like, yeah. so why would you? As soon as you, like, I agree with what Perfection said. It's like as soon as you put it out there, oh, it's this type of beat. Then you've already pigeonholed yourself and put yourself in the corner, and now you're not unique. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. don't want yeah. that type of beat. Exactly. I want unique. What if I want you to be you, like Drake, and you're sending him all these yes. type beats? I want yeah. you to he be won't you. even open the email. Now listen, yeah, I want okay. a per, I want a perfection type beat. I want a right. I want a glam type beat. Yeah. Now listen, I want a Mundo jump. type beat. Right, <laughs> Mundo. <laughs> Mundo. Beats, beats, beats. I miss Mundo. Mundo's dope. Yeah, Mundo's, Mundo's popping. I don't know. He's getting a lot of placements soon. You guys are here. Yeah, about he's it. getting placements popping. Like Earl, though. Yeah, Earl. Earl I don't know where Earl's he's at. Not now. productive I at think all. He went you to the store. He's, not, he's a creep, though. Earl he just, just sits on his couch all day. Earl drinks beers all day. Yeah. He just creeps on the couch. around. Yeah, creeps around. We have another question here. This is actually a good one. This is from Winslow Nose, and it says, "Dated quote unquote seems to be a consistent." Feedback on Blapper Crap. When is a well-crafted beat with a classic rhythm not dated? Quote, unquote. Love to know. Uh, love what y'all are doing, by the way. I would say f within five years. So what do you mean? like? So elaborate. like, so like dated like boom. 
no disrespect, you know what I mean? But like boom bap stuff to me is more in like the 90s mm-hmm. and stuff. For me, I would say dated would be anything past maybe even 10, maybe even 10 years. Yeah. In my opinion. So if it sounds like 10 years ago, then it's dated? Of course. Absolutely. Because yeah. it is. It also sounds like I mean, it's from 10 years ago. If it's not yeah. dated, then what is it? Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah. it sounds... It's not relevant. For that's me, for sure. dated is also not how long ago that sound was out. Just like, this sounds like it's already been done. Yeah. It sounds like, like it's been done a million times. Yeah. Like, right. take some of... Take some of the elements of that type of music and add your own spice. I, I like feel that. Like, exactly. I feel like some people, they do like a boom bap type beat. That's yeah. what it sounds like yeah, yeah, all the yeah, time yeah. where it's like a sample and like, you know, throw the drums Some ambient there. shit, Kick, a strong snare. snare. A yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I think for me, that's what makes it dated is, you know, having a sound that's not obviously current. But also sounds like it's been done before. A yeah. Long so time data ago. doesn't also mean like it's this. That I agree. It's not necessarily a time thing. It's more so with how often, how frequent, like shit like that. Like right. if you, if we get a mustard type beat on Blap Chat right now, we might say it's dated mainly just from like the main before. mustard. Yeah, we will say yeah. it's dated because we've heard it already. So yeah. I think that's the whole point. Is like if we've heard it already. You know, like, and there's no kind of like excitement or innovation in the actual thing. Mm-hmm. Then I think that's the, the only category you fall into at that point is just dated. And that goes into what we were just talking about, which is the type beat. So right. if you're doing a type beat, then you fall under the dated because that's just what it is. Yeah. It's already been done before, you know? Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. Someone said, How long have you been bald? Um, I'm not bald. <laughs> Ilman doesn't grow actually, a beard, so yeah, you know. I actually have yeah. a full set of, of beautiful black hair. Um, I've just been shaving it since high school. So, yeah, I look weird with hair, so that's why. <laughs> I really do. I look like a fucking. I look like a loser who plays video games all day. You, which which I am, oh but God. but I don't play video games anymore. I make beats all day. Um, I channeled my geekness. <laughs> What what's the deal with the next slaughterhouse project? Uh, I I can't answer that. Um, not on the air. Not on the air. I just can't answer that. No comment. Um, let's see. How hard was it as a Filipino to break into hip hop in New York? Um, I'll just keep that one short. I mean, we can all speak to that perspective because we're all different nationalities. Um, except there's a couple Puerto Ricans here, but uh, and one <laughs> Filipino, right? Yeah. But uh, what? So I guess nationality really hasn't affected me personally. I, you know, I think if anything, being Filipino music producer and hip hop, I'm a, definitely a minority. And it helped you and, connect. But it helped me connect because people remembered me more. So like, oh, that's the Filipino kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so if anything, I guess it kind of helped. So knock on wood, I haven't yeah. really had any, you know, bad experiences. And, and if I did, like, that's weird. Like, what are we in 1950? Like. Oh yeah, I don't fuck with that, that Chinese <laughs> motherfucker. Like, what? Like, who are you? And why am I even talking it's to like, you? Grow yeah. up. Yeah, yeah grow like up, I can't grow. imagine like walking into an A and R room saying, I don't uh, know, he's I don't know. Work. He's not. He's he's, he's Asian. He, yeah. he, he can't produce for. He's Asian. So like, I I don't know. Like, I mean, shit, you'd be surprised. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. in a bunch, yeah. but not, yeah. nah. What I about you think. guys? Race and ever play a role in like affecting negatively your experiences? Absolutely not. I say gender more than gender more. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. I mean, us yeah. being girls yeah. is way more like problem troublesome than like yeah. it being. I don't think I've. I don't know. It's weird for me because I don't think I've ever had too many 
issues even with being a female. Right. I think but people are more some. intrigued on like, yeah. oh, okay, you're a female and you actually know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Right. We need to work. You know no, what I mean? Uh, not, yeah, no, not for maybe, me. Maybe yeah. certain things <laughs> indirectly that I might not have paid attention to, but for mm. the most part, I think like the way the industry is going, it's like females are like dominating in certain areas nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got more female DJs, you got more female producers and CEOs. So it's like, I think people are opening their minds up to like, oh, okay, like, yeah. women are needed. You oh, yeah, I mean? definitely. So, like, I've never yep. really felt any super backlash of, like, damn, like, I didn't get that opportunity because I'm a girl. Or, like, oh, true. I would say, you know more I mean? like, not because I'm a girl. I've, I've just dealt with people who are, they say, like, you know, it's it's not, it's just business. It's not personal. But mm-hmm. from, from every perspective up until now, every man that I've dealt with thought I was their girlfriend in one way or another. Wow. Not physically, yeah. but just the mentality of how they would treat you know like the artist and it was just like i'm not like they were literally based there what they would do based off if they would actually have sex with the the girl or not you know what i mean yeah i could definitely see that ah yeah there's there's definitely as a as females i I can imagine there's definitely shit you guys have to deal with no listen just not being taken seriously Mm -hmm. right you know let me tell you guys i have that same problem No, but I, Ill, I wanted to go back to the race thing real quick. Yeah. I think for me personally, being Puerto Rican, being Latino from Brooklyn. Puerto Rico. Hey. Yo, Boricua, well, let's go. Mundo. Mundo. Yeah, but for me, it's actually helped me. And, and what I mean by that is because whenever, you know, there's any kind of business meetings or interactions or whatever it is, whenever there's that like, yo, so what nationality are you? And they say, you know, Cuban, Colombian, Puerto Rican, whatever it is. It's like, oh, we family. And then just like, there's like, you give them the pound. There's right. like more, there's like a, there's like a bond there. There's a connection. There's a yeah. connection. Just like Ill, like Ill didn't, you know, he's keeping light, but like the Filipinos, they stick together. So wherever yeah. we go, once somebody finds out if they're Filipino and they're like, yo, I'm Filipino too. Yo, they're like bosom buddies, like yep. two of yeah. them. So yep. I think for me personally, as far as that goes, it's definitely helped me. Um, as far as, you know, the females and like, like for you guys, what you guys deal with, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Sometimes certain what? people are a bit much, yeah. but I think I've learned to like maneuver that yeah. properly. You have like, to. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, I'm just trying to work, bro. And if like you're yeah. over there it's, on it's, that, yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not going to work. I agree. All right. This next question is from, uh, the Sev Ib Esmo. Sorry if I butchered that. You got to change your name, um, bro. He said, um, he's asking, how can I get my instrumentals in front of my audience, but in a professional manner? Got to be dope. I, I think that question is, it's a little bizarre, but let's see. How do I get my instrumentals in, in front of an way? audience, but in a professional manner? Like on so, a show or like a, I, a yeah, performance? I think, I think we would need a little more context, but I think what he's trying to say is like, how do I just get my people to hear my beats? Um, SoundCloud, your grandma and your cousins, social media, and your friends yeah. in a room and say, "Listen to this." There you go. Play them for people. Yeah, play them. Play them for, for your friends. Right at. Yeah. Yes, sir. Play attracts yes, for sir. people. Let's see what they think. Yeah, I think also like, you know, um, Atlas is always like. 
talking about like um, beat battles and things like that. He's right. not yeah. too fond of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they work to a certain extent for certain people. So, you know, that might be something that you can look into too. That's that's one option. Like mm-hmm. posting on SoundCloud, posting yeah. on your social media, mm-hmm. letting your friends listen, you know, beat battles or, you know, like find out what events are going on in your community right. or in your circle. Go you to know, shows. and go to them, introduce mm-hmm. yourself to people, right. email it to them. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a lot of different There's options. a lot of different things. I still feel like SoundCloud is the best outlet. Yeah. Because it's free for the most part. There's numbers involved and people a lot of people you. have broke out of it and mm-hmm. people discover you on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a a better tool right now for the upcoming music producer to get their instrumentals heard yeah. than SoundCloud. I just don't mm-hmm. see it. So. I would agree. I think on top of SoundCloud is YouTube. YouTube um, as well. And I think what's really key, if you're a producer and you're... Also, you got to be dope. But anyway, yeah. but if you're a producer, I'm really fascinated by the process, right? right. I love to see, like, you know, producers make beats. You right. know what I'm saying? So why not be be on that platform and show people the process? Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and if it's dope, then it's, it's a win. You know, for everybody. So exactly. You know, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that. Take advantage of it. You know? Exactly. So, okay. um, yeah, guys, we have uh, we have a very special guest today. Of course, joining us, episode thirty-four, Blob Chat. I'm not um, a guest. He's hey, not a guest. Hey, he's actually he's he's, family. He's, he's family. family. Yeah, right. He's a mainstay. He's um, blood. He's blood. He, he's, Since when am I a guest in my own house? <laughs> <laughs> We gotta yeah, cue the know. we gotta cue the sound know. effect, the bomb <laughs> drop, the fun flex bomb <laughs> drop in there. But uh, good, my good, good, good friend. Um, I have so much respect for this guy, man, and he's right. He is family. He's done this show before when we first started the shit when it was Blap on the radio, um, and we had a lot to talk about then. It's 2017. We have a shitload more to talk about now with him. Um, let's give a warm round of applause to the legend Ryan Leslie. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Just get right into it. Fuck it. Usually we start with like the whole, oh, who'd you produce for a discography? I don't give a fuck. You, y'all motherfuckers know already, yeah. so yeah. we're not even going to get into yeah. that. Right. His, Thank y'all. His whole thing is, his whole discography and work ethic has been phenomenal. So, I mean, listen, Ryder's there's like a million things we could talk about. I like this because I haven't really broke, yeah. like, bro- like <laughs> talked to you in a while, so I feel like we could just record the whole shit. This is. You know? This is off the cuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a catch up. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. So um, I just actually want to start with something that I think I see a lot of your interviews and you've done so many of them over the years. And I don't think you've you've done an interview at, yet where they really like dug in and talked about the YouTube like making beats on the thing <laughs> era, because I don't think you know how much Important. of an impact that made on like a whole generation of producers. Like every producer I talk to, whether they're 15 or 31 has been inspired by those videos you know myself included Mm -hmm. so like i just want to pick your brain on that era for a second so like we all know you pioneered you literally pioneered the well edited making beats on youtube Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. you're fucking ordering instruments on amazon Mm -hmm. like they're they're (laughs) delivering to your apartment it's just bananas so like what first of all, what drove you to do that, and what? How did you know that this would become a thing if you even knew it would? Yeah, so I kn- I knew for sure that this was going to revolutionize the way that people would get discovered, and uh, I, I I was on MySpace, and I saw someone broadcasting, and I was so inspired. So you know, how can how can somebody actually have their own? 
television station on MySpace. Like, I, you know, I was already doing, like, my little, like, you know, JPEGs and GIFs and moving avatars yeah. and everything. But then I just saw somebody talking to me on MySpace. And I thought, like, hey, man, you know, how expensive is this? So I wanted to go look up and see how expensive it was to actually have my own ability to broadcast. Because I knew that the Internet was a distribution channel that basically anyone globally could just discover. And then when I found out that YouTube was letting people do that for free, I was just all over it. You know what I mean? I said, wow, you can be, now you can have your, I mean, you could be Oprah for free. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And so, like, you know, I had always studied, because I, I like to study pathways of success. And, you know, when, when Jay talks about, like, hey, there's the less of us, the higher I go. You know what I mean? What up, oh, What up, Will? You know? Yep. What's up, Bob Johnson? What's yeah. up, Robert Smith? You know? Yep. And so... When you have such a small number of people that you can actually look at who have that blueprint to billionaire status, right? I, I had already read up on all of them. And what was so interesting about Oprah is that she owned the content and she syndicated it, right? And uh, the fact that I could make my own show, I just created a blog and that was it. I said, look, you know, we need something that's going to be very engaging and entertaining. And then also... I always thought like if I wasn't making music videos, there would it would be challenging for me to get on MTV. Right. It would be challenging for me to get on BET. Right. If I wasn't doing making the band, if I wasn't doing, you know, arguing and smacking people and mm. drama and everything else, it would be a challenge for me to get on network television. Mm -hmm. Right. But I did still believe that the creative process was going to be engaging and entertaining and inspirational and educational as well. Mm -hmm. And so I just decided, hey, let's let's do it. So originally it started out me recording everything that I did during the day. Mm -hmm. Then I would set up a, you know, this is so funny. You're right. No one's ever asked me about this. So <laughs> yeah. you, it's a, it's because so this is a real right. fucking real producer fucking oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's Go. crazy. So <laughs> I actually would I would actually take a camera around with me during the day, film everything that I was doing during the day, mm -hmm. and then put it on a tripod at the end of the day and create a testimonial which would narrate wow. something that I could cut to. And I was doing this on my own. Uh, so you for, were editing yourself? Yeah, filming, editing. Wow. Just top to bottom, right? And then, basically, I realized that, you know, there were people like Evan Rogers, shout out Evan Rogers, who was watching this stuff and saying, man, you know, you're recording this yourself. Let me, I would love to be in the zone and in the mix of everything you're yeah. doing. Let me hold the camera, right? Right, right. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it really just progressed that way. And, uh, man... I, I used to get T-shirts from YouTube. Like, yep. Hey, you know, yeah. you just got this many subscribers, yeah. and you just got this many views, wow. and thanks for using our platform. Yeah, and to see them now acquired by Google, and, yeah. and to see like, you know, so many young people who basically can say like, hey, you know, I have something to say. I play video games. I review technology. Yes, whatever they. I mean, I I take objects out of boxes yeah and i get millions of views yeah there's on that. this kid there's this yeah. kid evan tube i don't okay. know if you know evan tube and he's this um he's my brother put me onto him and he's like five six years old he's probably like seven eight now and he literally 
um, unpackages toys oh my and goodness. reviews them. Yeah. Right? And this kid gets hundreds of millions of views. Yes. So you have companies like Mattel yes. and video game companies saying, oh, can Evan review our product? And he gets paid yeah. and everyone's happy. And then, the you know, the subscribers are crazy. So yeah. you're right, man. You, you set up your own lane on youtube you could really monetize that yeah i think it was like really impactful too because back in the day kind of like what you were saying you weren't even aware that you can do that for free yeah so you know when people started noticing like wow there's a platform that you can utilize to you know push this kind of content and no one else is doing it people start looking at it more yeah. and start viewing it more and it starts to be more of a conversation yeah like because like nowadays you know the internet is so big that everyone's doing videos so it's kind of hard to differentiate yourself from other people yeah you know well it's yeah still an amazing like for resource. sure exactly and yeah. what i will say is being early to the game is when you have the most upside mm. so whether you want to talk about bitcoin whether you want to talk about stocks yeah. whether you want to talk about now what we're doing with text messaging back then or even myspace music being early to the game is where you have the crazy you could really do the crazy arbitrage to win big because right. you are not there's not as much traffic there's not as much distraction and being early to the game not many people would have had the same sort of um reaction to seeing a video yeah that I did which was yeah. how did that person do that yeah. I need to do that yeah. most people were just watching it yeah, yeah. so they were watching it and say, oh that's exactly. cool right yeah. mm -hmm. and so being that I was that person that actually said you know what that's cool I want to be able to do that I didn't realize that I was that early to the game because I was like someone else obviously beat me to it if they're already doing it exactly but that's how it's always been in my career even like being a producer or yeah. wanting to do music I would always um my benchmarks were always the greats. And so when I realized that Stevie Wonder put his first album out when he was 11 or 12, and even though I was, you know, 15 years old at Harvard, I was like, man, I'm four years behind Stevie Wonder. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know? Exactly. It's funny you said it. You have I, to. That, because that's what I wanted to ask you, like, your drive and your, like, the way you think. Like, where does that come from? Like, as a young kid, like, when you were in high school... You know, and then going to Harvard, like, mm -hmm. like, what were you thinking? Like, what were you, you know what I'm saying? Like, where does that all that drive come yeah. from? And even teaching yourself piano before yeah. like, the age of 14. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. So what is yeah. that, where does that come from? Time, man. Time. Time just flies. I mean, time, time just really just flies. So yeah. it's about being way ahead mm -hmm. in order to make sure that you have time for whatever it is that you want to do. And so I knew for me... It was very important for me to get my college education out of the way because, and not out of the way, but make sure that my dad, my diploma is sitting on my father's wall. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was just as much for my parents as it was for me because it validated the great and incredible and excellent job that they did as parents to make sure that I could actually be eligible to get into Harvard mm -hmm. out of right. some public school in Stockton, California. Um, yeah. And so for me, I was like, okay, I need to get, I need to be on stuff early so that you right. know I have time to do everything that I want to do. Did, you have, did your parents yeah. play instruments? Like, how did music come yes. into your life? Yes, my mother and father got together because my dad started a band so he could date my mom. <laughs> That's crazy. So he, That's he, crazy. He started a band and said, "Look, you know, He's a smart guy." Yeah. So what, I mean, <laughs> what you learn is in the science of relationships, if you're working on a project together, and that's why you find like people who do reality shows together or people who are on movie sets together, they spend a lot of time together and relationships deepen based on 
the extraordinary mundane of just seeing people all the time. And so my dad said, look, I'm not even going to make it mundane. I'm going to make it extraordinary. And music brings people together. And so we are going to actually rehearse every day. I need a lead singer. Mm-hmm. You're the perfect candidate to be the lead singer. Come to rehearsal every day. And that's how their relationship forms. So you, so you oh, obviously man. get all of your genius from your dad. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he, that's genius, by the way. He's a but you're right. I think a the, the, that, that's a good point, the whole um, mundane thing. Yeah. And I think that's true for literally every genre or every type of work there is out there it's like yes. you know when when you work at like um if you're a server at a bar you you know after you guys uh, are done with your shift at 3 4 a.m what Everybody do you do goes you, out. You, you go out and you hang you out with your coworkers, out. and you spend yeah. your tips you made that night yeah you yeah. spend all your tips or whatever so like i think it's the same with music you're right but i want to actually go back to the point you made earlier about being first and really just like being you know not having the competition and really going there <clears throat> black kids um so you know when you do that and you capitalize right right like at, at what point um do you think when you're when you let's say you find that new thing and you start to do it and you're starting to get your views and you're making money at what point would you say would you start to kind of see like a red flag where it's like oh Okay, this is the point now where I think maybe I should move on from this because it's being, you know, uh, exploited at a level. You know, is there is there like certain common denominators there, or is I, that? I, I think it comes down to what's in your arsenal. Okay. So if you have more weapons in your arsenal, you got to bring out the bigger guns, right? Eventually, right? And right. so, for me, it was really just that you know, it was fun. And also, I think in life you got to have fun. So oh, yeah. you have to be doing. You do what it's for me. Anything that I've done is never work because I'm having a blast doing it. Mm. Yeah, true. And so when I was making those videos, and people say, "Oh, Ryan, you know, you got to go back to it." When it's fun, and I, at that point in time, based on the options that I had, that was the best use of my time, and. For the impact that I wanted to have on the world, that was the best vehicle to have the impact I wanted to have on the world. Now, when I'm focused on solving the greater challenge of human connectivity, conversations at scale, ownership of audiences, how do you have an insurance policy uh, counter to the social networks that you're building audiences on, that's something that's ridiculously exciting. And so when I sit down with let's say luminaries in Silicon Valley. And I I talked to one of my investors and he says, yo, I had a conversation with Larry Page who founded Google. Those guys never say that, hey, now we've made, you know, we're doing $67 billion in revenue per year. I can relax. They say, look at Elon Musk. I want to solve bigger problems. I want to solve bigger challenges. I want to attack different, Mm. like space travel should now be something that, pedestrians can do right habitation of mars is something that we should be looking forward to yeah. uh, fixing la traffic is something <laughs> i decide i want to do please solar energy making a car making a great american car company i mean and so that's really for me is like look once you get to a point where you have been able to make your impact and you still have more you still have more mm-hmm. it's your job I feel to whom much is given, much is expected. Mm. It's your job to go after more as long as you can go after more. Right. 
Yeah. That's so. I love it. I love it. That's that's what that, that's that's my take on. It. Yeah, I mean, I love I love the human connectivity thing, and so we talk about this on this podcast a lot. We talk about you know the music producer perspective. Obviously, yes. you're one of the your best music producers, most successful. But there's this debate that we have going on, and we've been having it oh, for what a couple oh, months now. I can't wait to hear this. And so and. And I want, I really have been dying. Like, I was going to call you the other day just to <laughs> talk to you about yeah, it, but I'm glad we're doing it here. So, there's this sort of debate right now in the producer community where you have this large, large community of upcoming producers that are selling beats, leasing beats, you know, $50 here, $25 here, sometimes 99, 99 cents, which is ridiculous. But you have a few of these guys who are doing this at scale. And they're making fifty thousand a year. There's a couple guys out there that are making two, three hundred thousand a year just from selling beats, right, at high scale. And so my argument to that is, okay, well, you're making enough money to continue to fund your beat making, you know, habit or career. But what you're doing as a result of that is you're providing uh, beats to upcoming artists and struggle artists that you're not even really inspired by. So you're not necessarily building a, a catalog of quality. Do you think that is a good thing or a bad thing? And what's your take on the whole leasing beats and making money and making a living off of it? One of my mentors when I was in school said, hey, Ryan, one of the best things that can ever happen to you is someone steal your song and it gets really huge. Mm -hmm. And then you come out, as long as you have it copyrighted, you come after them, right? right. So he's like, look, Ryan, don't be worried about like, hey, I don't want to play my music for anyone. I don't want people on my beats. I don't want music is subjective. And what that means is what that means is what's good for Peter might not be good for Paul, so to speak. So somebody might like country, whereas somebody might like mumble rap. Somebody might like, you know, conscious rap, whereas somebody likes hard rock. And so if you're making music and you're actually able, first of all, there's a necessity right. angle mm -hmm. to it. Right. right. So you got to pay your bills. You got to be able to. Right. Survive. You, you even got to be able to, you know, pay for the electricity for yep. your cracked, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. producer programs, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You have to pay some money for yeah. something. Yeah. And so you got to earn that money. And for me, it's about earning money, doing what you love to do. Right. That's the American dream. Uh, maybe eventually it becomes a global dream. Uh, and so I, I, I really, I don't knock anybody's hustle in that yeah. way. When you do find that person that you have a great chemistry with, once again, that's a gift. You have to do the most that you can with that gift. And I've seen people, when they put, put their minds together, I think Cassie's album was a perfect example. Mm -hmm. There was just yes. great chemistry. Yeah. So you have to make that investment mm -hmm. and not give those beats to other people and right. really invest it in that project and in that statement because with art as well art lives forever right everything you record digitally as long as it can be preserved it lives forever so i mean there's a there's a there's a delicate balance between necessity mm -hmm. of how do i pay my bills and having the luxury of time to actually invest in creative projects that you that you want to invest right. in right I, I, i'm yeah. i'm really curious though what you're talking about in terms of like Hey, you're giving beats to people that you're not inspired by. Well, you know, what some people would mean? like even online. It's like, you know, buy two beats, get three free. free yeah. yeah, it's like you don't yeah. even know who's the so, person that's purchasing them from you. So, are you really are you really 
it's I guess like are you passionate about the work you're doing or the bigger picture whereas like we all want to you know we all aspire to at least you know me as an up-and-coming producer you know do what you guys are doing you know mm -hmm. even you is like the legendary work you've done so if if i'm just like you know doing 20 30 beats a day just to sell them you know buy two get three free do right. i really care about my craft or mm -hmm. the bigger picture of yeah you know I, what music's doing i think that's the argument is you know if i sell a beat for <laughs> 99 cents i mean come on like and this kid really sucks at rapping, but I'm going to take his money anyway. Is that a valid transaction? 99 cents is a little... Yeah, you that's, can't, you that's can't, that's you, you can't even buy Twinkies that's with like, that. Just that's give extra. it for free. Just yeah. send yeah, it for free. Well. It's a bologna, couple, it's a bologna sandwich. That's, 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 I would extreme. say that's, that's extreme. But what about no. $50 to $100? Yeah. I think those are, those are legitimate price points. That's yeah. for one beat, depending on how long it takes you to make it. Yeah. Right. Minimum wage is what? Fifteen dollars now, sixteen dollars yeah. now. So Before if it taxes. takes you, if it takes you two hours to make a beat, forty dollars. Yeah, you're actually getting paid what you would get paid at McDonald's or wherever right. else. And so, yeah. for me, I, I tell the story all the time. When I was at Harvard, in order to make money, because I wasn't making money selling beats for twenty dollars or forty dollars, I was cleaning toilets at dorm crew because nobody else wanted to do it. But that was the highest paying job on campus, mm -hmm. so I did it. Once I could actually convert from cleaning toilets to making beats, it's better to get paid to make beats than and to clean, clean toilets. toilets. Because, number one, you're getting compensated for doing something you love to do. Mm -hmm. And number two, if you're doing something you love to do on a consistent basis, you're going to get better at it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're basically getting paid to practice doing something that you love to do. Otherwise, you have to make that money some other way yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, and it's all a question of time. So how time. was that switch for you? You mentioned like when you're able to, you know, switch from like cleaning toilets, so to speak, to, you know, going full full throttle in your craft. How was that transition <laughs> for you? Because I think as like nowadays, you also mentioned like having the luxury to do what you love, you know, even like myself. And it's interesting because, you know, me and Ryan have done like work as far as yeah. like getting his music mastered and yeah. recording. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like interesting to sit here and talk to you about production, sure. you know, because we've never had the opportunity. She got but beats, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you know inspiring to say the least, and I'm grateful for this. But you know, as far as like up and coming producers, whereas like you started young, teaching yourself piano. Yeah. You know, I never had the opportunity to do that. Like I kind of started young. So even with you saying like, "Wow, I'm four years late," I feel like that a lot of times. <laughs> Right you know, now. when I see certain people doing certain things, I'm like, fuck, I'm late. I'm yeah. late. Right. So it's like, you know, with up and coming producers who didn't have the opportunity to like or don't because they have to find ways to make money else elsewhere. Or, you know, how, what advice do you give them when it comes to trying to find more time or the luxury to people make time for what, what they love? You got to make time. They right? do. I mean. People make time for Instagram. People make yeah. time for World Star. That is People true. Make Hallelujah. Time. Yep. People make time to chase <laughs> girls. People make right. time to smoke. People make time to drink. People make time to go to the club. People Fact. make time to watch whatever you're watching on Netflix. You can also invest that time. Yep. yep. And mm -hmm. so you're either going to be an investor or you're going to be a consumer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so for me, if you don't have money to invest... You have time to invest, mm -hmm. and you invest that. And people make time to go to the yeah. gym because they yeah. want to look fly. Yeah. Yep, yep. People make time. So for me, I basically have decided that everybody has the same 24 hours in a yep. day. 
If you're going to spend four to six hours sleeping or eight hours sleeping, that's up to you. But for everybody that's spending four, they got an extra four hours on you, yeah. right? <laughs> and then you also, scientifically, it says that you can only really focus four hours at a time on anything, which is why you have a lunch break at one o'clock because you start at nine. At one o'clock, you take your lunch break, yeah. then you work from two to six, nine to six, because that's just the science. Your brain can't focus for more than... So for me, on a 20-hour day, that's five different elements I can focus on, mm -hmm. right? So also relationship building, I believe, is one of the major elements that people overlook yeah. when, they think that about, the when they think about career advancement and career right. development. Right. The number two... I mean, the two number one answers that I get when I ask people, what do you believe is holding you back from where you are today and where you want to be? Interchangeably, number one answer, one, I don't have the money, or two, I feel like I don't know the right people. Mm. Yep. One or two. I can't write a check to everybody, but I can tell you that knowing the right people is your fault. Yep. It's really mm. your fault. So knowing the right people means that in a world where we are so connected, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I was actually looking at a company the other day called Relationship Science that raised $120 million, right? Oh, wow. Because the science of networking, the science of actually having warm relationships with people that can change your life is a science that's completely overlooked yep. in general. I went to Harvard. I never had a class on how to network. Mm -hmm. And the kids that were at school already... They actually just had it built in because when they needed to go get a job on Wall Street, dad just called his friend mm. who also worked at Wall Street and said, hey, yep. can you give my son a chance? And the warm introduction means that the emotional connection, there are things that you'll do for your homeboys that you wouldn't do for other people for money if they right. paid you, yeah. right? And so there's sort of this priceless, there's a priceless um, value on the strength of relationships. Mm -hmm. And so when people come to me and say, hey, look, Ryan, man, you know, I, I really want to, you know, I, I want to make it. I, I want to have placements on, on on big projects and I want to make it in the music business and I, I, I really want to be signed to this label, et cetera. I said, well, have you applied to work in the mailroom there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And have you gone and shaken hands with everybody that works at the label? Have you proven to them that being in a relationship or having a relationship with you is valuable, even if it that if that just means that if I'm cool with Ryan, then I know at the end of the night my trash is emptied. Yep. Because he doesn't skip my off. Talk I mean, to him. The yep. bottom line is that like you have yeah. to have some sort of value proposition. And if you don't have money and you don't have a network, then you just gotta be a real one that people can depend on. Because if we all had a conversation here about the value of trust how valuable is trust? How valuable is it to have somebody that might not be the smartest, not might not be the most beautiful, might not have the greatest gear, might not have the most money, but someone you can trust? And when you look around at people that have units around them, I mean, I, I think I remember reading all of the headlines that people said, well, how come LeBron didn't go get a big time agent? How come he put on his homeboys around him? Right. He entrusts, he trusted. How much more valuable is trust than even knowledge? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I feel like God is right here looking down <laughs> with a beam of light. Oh, like, yeah. Hallelujah. And we always yeah. talk about 
talk about gospel. I think every Ooh. week we talk about the importance of networking. And, and we talk around. about networking and every episode. Up, like, yeah. Yeah. Being cool. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even like you were saying, everyone has the same 24 hours throughout the day. We've spoken about that a yep. lot yeah. of like, you know, I think that sentence that you mentioned from that book where it says, don't manage time, manage priorities. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And I like I started to utilize that kind of mindset in my day where it's like, don't even look at the time, just focus just on what's important right. and dip, mm-hmm. you know, into it and invest time into it yeah. and right. eventually yeah. it would work. And exactly. I think yeah. a lot of people need to do that. That's yeah. I think the also, hardest yeah. part. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's ultimately the hardest part. Just the same reason why people are like, man, you know, I want to yeah. go to the gym. I want to look good, but I'm so tired. I go home and then I'm tired and blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah. And I feel like you've got you to you wake up at five. You might have to wake up yeah. at five if you want to yeah. get that like hour or that 30 minutes. Yeah. Just exactly. Like, start it's like somewhere. you said, people, you, you'll be surprised if you sit in a room and, and just count the time of people like browsing the net. Like yeah, people would spend two hours just on, like, on Instagram. going through Instagram. We're all guilty of it. Twitter. We are. We yeah. are. But like, true. you know, you got to realize how like effective or ineffective that is. You yeah, know what I mean? It's true. When Those we, two hours you you could spend learning you yeah, know, how to work exactly. gear or exactly something. or yeah. talking to someone yeah. who knows how to work really good right. gear. Exactly. Right? Like a lot of times I ask folks when they, you know, if, if it's a, an artist, a lot of times artists come to me and say, hey, you know, Ryan, you know, can you give, you know, can you make a beat for me or, you know, can I, can I get in the studio with you? Can I get signed to your label? Right. And I say, okay, well, what does your last project look like? You know, and basically they said, well, you know, I just need the right producer. And I said, well, have you looked online? There's just like literally thousands of right. producers that yeah. are actually selling beats for 99 cents. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, have you looked at producers? And I always say, look, how much time have you invested in your core team? So either and the other the other crazy piece about when we start talking about time is actually finishing being a finisher. I know a lot of folks that say, man, you know, as soon as I have the money, I will. As right. soon as I meet the right person, I will. As soon as I have time, I will. As opposed to actually trying to figure out, okay, what are the actual bottlenecks and obstacles that are keeping me from getting to this point yeah. and how do I overcome them so I'm actually a finisher? Mm-hmm. So if we look at, if we look at uh, the core network that I believe it takes to actually do a successful, let's just say you want to make a successful EP. How many producers do you even know that you're talking to? Right. If you only have one, well, that better be a guy that wants to invest as much time as you want to invest. Because right. yeah. if not, you need to find five producers that each have an hour, if you have five hours, mm-hmm. in order to fill up that time. Mm-hmm. So how, mostly when artists come to me, I say, look, put your network together so that I can actually look in your phone and you can tell me these are the five producers that I talk to on a regular basis. They can be big time producers or small time producers. These are the five mix engineers. Mm -hmm. If I'm not going to mix myself, these are the five people that work at recording studios. These are the five people that are photographers because I need photos. These are the five people that are graphic designers. Mm -hmm. These are the five people that are publicists or work in journalism. These are the five people that actually are, could actually be a lawyer because I need, I need five prospects, Mm -hmm. right? And most of the time when I, when I, when I say that to folks, they don't even have one in any category. None. No categories. 
or they'll say, well, I know how to do this or that. And you can do a lot by yourself. But ultimately, it takes a team to really take yes. it to the top. For anything. Yeah. For anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's all about the follow through. You know, everyone has really good yeah. ideas. But it's like, OK, how can I take this idea and how can I execute it and how can I follow through? Because you can't do it by yourself. You have to have a team around you. So when you get that team and you follow through, that's, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. nothing and, better And that's that. going to lead me to, obviously, Superphone. But before I want to talk <laughs> about that and, and whatever other next thing you can talk about. Oh, my God. So we say this thing about networking, right? And I talk about this all the time. I've been on my IG Live and I fucking rant about this shit. <laughs> and people ask me. And I say, yo, you know, networking is, is the number one key in getting to know the right people. The music industry is a people industry, so you need to know people. So then they ask, okay, well, how do I meet the people? And if I meet them, what do I do? So I tell them, and I want your opinion on this because you have, yeah, I know you have experience in both of these things. But I tell them, I say, it's like meeting a chick. It's like meeting a girl. What do you, what do, you do to meet someone? What do you need to have? How do you approach that person? How many people said they meet? On Tinder or one of these other, <laughs> like yeah, that's national. what they say. Yeah, they say, "Yo, you all go on Tinder, whatever." But then I tell them, so I give them a scenario. I'm like, "All right, let's say you meet Lenny S. at a show, right? A and R for Rock Nation. What are you gonna do? What? How are you gonna approach Lenny S. if you want to go up to him and have a good conversation and hopefully get his phone number and his email so that you can send him your your music, right? And um none of them can answer it right and i tell them too i say i can't answer that for you but what i can say is that it's kind of similar to trying to bag a number where you need to have confidence you need to somehow say something to get that person's attention so what's your opinion on what someone can do to kind of break the ice be hot you got to be on fire man uh and so i think uh i think like the story i i it may not be on YouTube anymore, but uh, Puff gave an interview one time about how he actually discovered the Cassie Project. And that was because I wasn't, even though I knew him, he was my manager, etc. I would actually make sure that Richie Dollars, who was, who was working on his team, he had a little bread every weekend so that wherever Puff was, that record was spinning. Mm-hmm. Eight times, three, four times, till finally he's like, "Yo, what is, what this? is this record that I'm hearing everywhere I go?" Right. Obviously, I had it built in, right? But what is this record <laughs> yeah. I hear everywhere I go? And basically, he called and said, "Look, man, you know, uh, I heard you got a, I heard you got a project." And those calls were inbound. And so, in order to get hot and have the calls coming inbound, there are very simple key performance indicators and metrics that say, like, "Yo, this is hot." Either everybody on social media is talking about it, mm-hmm. either your views are legitimately high, or your music is just crazy and influencers are talking about it. Like, yo, uh. Ryan, who are you listening to? Right. Who, who's the person that you really think is really dope right mm-hmm. now? And so when someone you really respect actually gives you, puts you on to some music, you're going to listen to it more than just, you know, hey, this is whatever's on the radio right, right. now. And so I would say in order to really get hot, you got to have a team, and most people get on with their teams, honestly. Yeah. And you got to make sure that your team, if you're going to be the general of your team, you you have to have enough, 
you have to have enough uh, gravitas to be able to give marching orders to a team so that you so that they respect. I mean, you can't be the leader of the team and just not working, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You got to be able to say like, look, anybody that's on my team, I'm setting the standard. I'm setting the pace. Amen. I'm setting the level. And so if you want to be on the team, because we are going to make it, if I'm yeah. running the team, then these are these are the requisites of being on the team. Uh, so that we can be hot because it doesn't it now it doesn't actually take uh Lenny S signing you to be hot. I know a yeah. lot of people mm -hmm. that are hot were you know what I mean we can I, we sh we should take another you know another whole podcast is break down a Monday morning quarterback how Fetty Wap happened. Right. Right? Right. Did Fetty Wap meet Lenny S and get no. his business card? Okay, no. then we should quarterback him and say, "Well, how did Bobby Schmurder happen? Right. Did he literally just?" Right. Yeah. I mean, anomalies. Shit, Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, she's like, you know, major yeah. label right. deal with Atlantic yeah. Records, yeah. and she's actually turning into like a See, dope and, artist, and, and she just started as like an Instagram yeah. kind of personality. And I think that's what kind of makes our industry interesting is that you have these. Um, you have these anomalies that happen that kind of throw all of the theories out the window, yeah. right? All the shit we talk about, we try to analyze how to be successful. So in now we're at the point where we have to consider those those denominators, right? right? We have to consider them. The gravitas. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I just said it because Ryan said it. That was a really good word. I like, that's the first gravitas. time we've used that word on this, this I mean, show. I don't even know what they gravitas. mean. Gravitas. I'm going to really look cool. it up. But uh, so in... In um, taking those into consideration, what sort of common denominators are left that are the closest to sure shots? I think, I think networking is the one. It is, it is, and also the beauty of of investing in relationships, man. The beauty of investing in relationships is the same as investing in a stock, except for unless you meet someone and are investing in a relationship of someone that actually intentionally or unintentionally goes backwards in life, everyone is progressing. So right. meeting uh, any of us at this table today, if you invest the time in having a, a strong bond, a strong relationship means that in 10 years, if we're all sitting at a different table somewhere else, whoever's actually part of this, was part of the unit when I was here, now gets the benefit of what I've been able to achieve and right. the access and the network that and I And vice have, versa. Right? Yeah. So the number of people that came up in the industry as interns, right, and now actually have VP-level positions, right? Yeah. But you didn't want to talk to them when they were interns? Yeah. You think they want to talk to you now that they have <laughs> VP-level positions? No, no, no. Probably not, right? So I would say that um, every single relationship is important. And in order to manage them, you're going to need some sort of platform. You're going to need some sort of system, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet that you do on your own or whether you use a platform to do it. But, you, I mean, bottom line is that, you know, people say you are the five people you talk to the most. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? And your wow. career is going to be basically, you know, is, 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 it's going to be reflective of the five people you spend the most time with. And so if you want to spend time, if it, let's just say you want to be, uh, you want to be uh, a, uh, uh, someone that's proficient at yoga mm -hmm. and the five people that you spend the most time with, one of them is not your yoga instructor, then you don't really want to be yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, proficient at yoga. Let's yeah. say you really want to be a family person. 
and the top five people you spend your most time with are not family, then you you don't really want to be mm-hmm. a family person. Yeah. Uh, let's say you want to be you know somebody that's in financial trading or you want to be in fashion, mm-hmm. and the top five people you spend your time with are not in fashion, then you don't really want to be in fashion, right? And so I think that, you know, when you really break it down that way, you can really start to think, like, who are the people I spend the most time with? And how do I actually replace people when necessary to actually make sure that I'm on the pathway of getting where I want to be? Because I am the five people that I talk to the most. Exactly. And so there's, there's actually this platform that I do know about that helps you with that. Am I right about that? I think, um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's uh, something that you developed, mm. um, and I was uh, lucky enough and honored enough to be. Um, you were you know, there when we yeah That's bug, crazy. Bu- bugs in it, bugs and yeah. everything. But yeah. uh, we we got through it, and uh, it's yo, helped me was, tremendously. Yeah. Man, that was crazy. Yo, we I was like, yo, man, come to Berlin. Was it yeah. Berlin? It was Berlin. Oh man, come to Berlin for a week. This so, guy was literally <laughs> programming and sh- and editing videos, and we were recording music, <laughs> right? And we're skyping with Wonder Girl, right? Like Overdubs, in one day, everything. Yeah, and we're talking about ants on a fucking highway with like right. founders <laughs> technology. <laughs> Founders and like champagne and it was just crazy on a fucking rooftop in Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, and it was amazing. But I, those were Man, the that was the birthplace of this. Birthplace. And I know you've you've in the past few years you've grown this thing. You've made this like incredible run in the technology world. You know, ahead of Google and all these hmm. guys. And this thing is really developed. So for those who don't know, obviously our demo here on this show is music producers and creators. Yes, I think this is designed for them. So why don't you give them the the short spiel? of what it is and then we can kind of get into it yeah it's it's basically just the ability for you right now your iMessage is an unstructured list just an unstructured list what that means you mean like just my iPhone with like yeah your iPhone your iMessage is just or your text on your Android device is unstructured so if you decide because you know like we were talking about if you decide you want to focus on priorities Mm -hmm. you have to just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll Okay, let me see all the people who are music producers in my conversations. And I don't think people really, I mean, this is how I know, once again, we're like really early because I was talking about this in 2013 Mm -hmm. and eventually I I can guarantee you that the same way that there's an inbox for your email and you can have folders in your email and you can have priority in your email and you can star emails and you can mark read and unread and all those other beautiful rules that you can have in your Gmail box. I firmly and strongly believe that that is exactly how you will be managing your text messages Mm -hmm. and WhatsApp messages and Facebook messages. Mm -hmm. And I know this because now I've actually been able to talk to the people who make those applications (laughs) and I know that that's where this is going. And so... We were just very, once again, very, very ahead of the curve and early. And I, I would venture to say that if you have 10,000 or even if you had 1,000 followers on Instagram and you dropped an EP, how awesome would it be if you could DM everybody your album cover? You can't do that on Instagram, but you could do that if you had a cell phone number on every single person that followed you, or if you had a cell phone number on every single person who you were connected with on LinkedIn, or if you had a cell phone number on every single one of your Facebook friends, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's really what Superphone is. It's just the ability for you to have a smarter number than the number that AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, Verizon gave you that can actually help you to, number one, organize 
prioritize, mm-hmm. segment, filter, follow yeah. up, automate. And so instead of only being able to talk to, like right now, I, I, I probably, I'm on text right now with more than 65,000 people <laughs> on text. And I would not be able to do that with just a regular yeah. Verizon contract. Mm-hmm. I needed to build a platform so that I could do it. And I can segment all the way down. I can say, show me all the conversations that I'm having with people who live in New York that spent more than $2 with me. Mm-hmm. Show me all the conversations I'm having with everyone that lives in Atlanta that spent more than $100 with me. Show me all the conversations I'm having with people in Miami that I tagged as investors because mm-hmm. I'm flying to Miami and I just want to catch up with all my investors. This is not something that's just strictly focused on musicians or influencers, etc. I don't care what size your network is. I would almost guarantee that you are not paying the type of attention that you need to just the hundred people that you have in your network. Yeah. Wow. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's I, impossible. I, I just know. I just know for sure that that's you. There's no way. I've I've, I've met a few s- sort of like super networkers, mm-hmm. but they're so few and far between. I would guarantee that if you really just look at your text message feed. Day day after day after day after day, and eventually we'll build an analytics dashboard. So over time, we'll say, "Look, this is who you've been talking to all month, mm-hmm. and probably you should reprioritize who you're talking to." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And I love that example that you gave around like, okay, if you spent as much time trying to find the five producers that could change your career as you spent chasing the one girl. That after you, you know, fight with her, you're never going to talk to again. Right. How much different would your life actually be? Right. Mm-hmm. If you spend as much time. I mean, I know. I know. And man, I'm one to talk too because I definitely spend. <laughs> I've, when, I've, when I'm, you know, involved with a girl, I spend yeah. a lot of time there. Invested. And yeah. it, what's so crazy is that, like, I don't even talk to them anymore. You know, it's and, crazy. And, and yes, that's part of life. And you have to go yeah. through that cycle. But, you know. For me now, it's like really, it's, it's really, I, I've become very, the word would be obsessed with the idea that your relationships, like they really, uh, they are the difference in anything you want to do. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, I want to go to the VMAs. Right. Okay, well, do you know that they have seat fillers at the VMAs? Yeah. yeah. So if you want to go to the VMAs and you didn't get invited and you couldn't, you know, but you happen to know one of the production assistants at M- at MTV, they have to fill seats and you could mm-hmm. possibly be sitting next to DJ Khaled <laughs> and you didn't get an invite and you weren't on the red carpet, but yeah. you're right there next to DJ yeah. Khaled. Yeah. Or, or I would love to, you know, visit such and such place or I would love to, you know, I mean, we could talk about this all day, but yeah. The, yeah. the bottom line is that you need a platform as humans. The science is that you can only keep track of 150 people. Yeah. Right. How, how many people has any one of us at this table met in our lives? How many of those people have we lost touch with? Right. How many of those yep. people do we only think about when we need something? Or and you then, forget. Yeah. Or you, yep. or you forget. And what I like about Superphone, I've used Superphone a lot, is mm-hmm. the organization. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like for instance, if you're working on a project, it doesn't necessarily have to be music-based, for example. Yeah. But if you're looking for producers, it's like, okay, let me categorize this and see, you know, yeah. filter it to... Who who's yeah. on my list that are music producers? So yeah. I can right. narrow down that list and see who I need. Yeah. You know, like even 
I was clearing out my phone, you mm-hmm. know, my my iPhone a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, you know what? I've saved so many numbers mm-hmm. in, of people that probably either changed their number. I don't talk to anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, delete, delete, delete. Some people, I don't even remember who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Even like that, if you're not, you know, I like Superphone because you can filter it and categorize mm-hmm. it properly where you can actually save people's information and you can remember who they are. Yeah. There's been a lot of times where I'll save people's information Same and I'm number. like, who's Justin... Mm-hmm. Sanchez, like, true. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think, who's this person? Is he someone that is? He's finna DM you right now. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber? I don't know. Right? And it's like, is this someone that I can build a relationship with? Is this someone that you know yeah. I connected with because there's something valuable there? Is it just someone I randomly met at an event right. and it right. serves no purpose to have this number there? So you know that's the benefit of Superphone, where it just keeps everything organized and allows you to kind of connect with people on a different level yeah. than mm-hmm. just storing them in your. Yeah, book. yeah. So is this a, is this a technology that anyone can get, or how does how does one inquire about this? Just send me a text. My number's on my Instagram. It's all it's on all my socials. Okay. So just shoot me a text. Hey, I heard you on uh, on the podcast, and mm-hmm. I, I want to sign up for Superphone, and we you know we can get you we can get you set up right now. Uh, people, a lot of people ask, well, how much does it cost? Mm-hmm. It's it's like a phone contract. So you just pay, you know, uh, our, we start at $10 a month. And uh, if you get up to, you know, 50,000 conversations, you'd be paying like $500 a month. You pay mm-hmm. like a, a penny per month per conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you're using it on Facebook Messenger, then the messaging is free because Facebook is free. Mm-hmm. If you're using it on text, then there is a fee for the text that you're <clears throat> delivering. But let's just say that like it costs you a dollar per year to stay in touch with someone that can actually change your life is that dollar worth it right and right. so for me that's that's the way i look at it is that we all are going to need better management just like what we were just talking about you need yeah. better management for your network your contacts people not saving birthdays and yeah. not saving yeah. I mean, it, they just and so important. one of the one of the one of the rockefellers passed the other day and the new york times wrote an article about him and one of the one of the descriptions about him was that his wealth and influence could be uh, could be measured by the number of people in his rolodex he had 150,000 people in a rolodex that actually had to have a separate room next to his office to hold all the business cards and everybody and so Obviously, Whoa. we're in 2017. You can hold all those people in the cloud. Yep. It, won't, it literally doesn't take any room at all, uh, physical space, Jesus. but you could have 150,000 people that you know. And I believe that the future is such that your phone should just notice that it's been more than two weeks that you've had a text or a call with Ilmine, just text Ilmine, yo, it's been a couple weeks. Your phone should just do that right? for people that you mark as important. Like, yo, never lose touch with Ilmine. Right. So these are the kinds of features that we're building. And so that's why people say, well, Ryan, you know, how come you haven't been working on as much music anymore? I'm like, wow, man, I could the number of lives <laughs> yeah. that I could touch, yeah. the number of lives that I can change, this is now objectionable. You know, this is this is uh, objective value as opposed to subjective value. Right. So subjective value means it's a choice. It's a, it's a matter of opinion. Objective value means that there is no opinion. It's just valuable. Yeah. Right. So breathing air is objectively valuable. Drinking yeah. water, objectively valuable. Yeah. Having valuable 
and and having real relationships, I don't know anyone that can say, oh, that's not valuable. Yeah. That's valuable. Yeah. So if I can help exactly. people and I can help people at scale, because mm. once it works for me and it's technology, it can work for hundreds of millions yeah. and billions of people. Mm-hmm. And so that's really why I've been on that crusade, because number one, I was, um, I would say, blessed with the idea that I wanted to do this for my own network. And then number two, I've been blessed with seeing how this has actually changed my life. When I started Superphone, I had only music industry contacts. I didn't have investors. I didn't have Silicon Valley contacts. Yeah. Now I have as many, I know as many venture capitalists as I know musicians and artists. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to stay in touch with both of them because I have a technology platform that makes sure that makes sure I never lose touch yeah. with people. Yeah. Which is so insane. what's the number? Yeah. The it's number amazing. that the it's number amazing. that they can reach you at if they want to text you and they want to reach out to Ryan Leslie. What's the phone number that they can? Yeah, find you? yeah, it's six four six eight eight seven six four six five. It's on my Instagram. Amazing. I mean, so, you know, what, what, I, like, that down. what yeah. I like about Superphone, too, is it kind of holds the other person accountable for continuing to build mm. that relationship. Because yeah. you have, like, the functionality where if they don't, like, it's a certain form that you, yeah. they fill out. And if they don't fill it out, it sends It'll them a text message yeah. like, hey, yeah. I still don't got uh, your info. Custom yeah. joint. What's yeah. up? And I think that's cool because a lot of people would, like, you know, just put their number in your phone. Yeah. Let's say, for instance, if you're at an event and you're in a rush, you know, and this has happened to me, they'll put their number in their phone. Two days later, I forget a week, and I'm like, Who's this person? Who is that person? Versus, you know, it allows them to, Hey, I still don't got your info. Yeah. Send me your info. Let's build. And, you know, they could put their social media, their phone number, their email, their date of birth, and it kind of holds them accountable to continue to build that relationship aside from you saving their number. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And exactly. I think that's cool. I, I, want, I, yeah. I just hope that it's just very clear that if you want, if, if you want to get ahead in life, you and you want to, reduce the impact of luck on your career then you have to focus on investing your time in relationships mm-hmm. because otherwise like you said the bobby Schmurders, the fetty wops the you know runaway viral successes those are anomalies mm-hmm. that you can't actually control mm-hmm. so you make the music you put it online you can't actually control how crazy it gets but mm-hmm. If you have relationships with 10 people who all have a million followers, then you do actually control you do. how widely your content gets distributed. And so the better connected you are, the more and more and more you reduce the dependency on luck in your career. Mm-hmm. And so and that's and that's something that all of us can afford to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take yep. money to do that. Yeah. It takes time and it takes prioritization on mm-hmm. that vertical in what you're pursuing in life. Yeah. I think God just hovered here again. I see some uh, light coming down, some gospel here. It's true. Um, yeah, and listen, it comes back to relationships always. Like yeah. you said, simple as that. Yeah. As simple as that. So before we go, I know we're running out of time, but um, <clears throat> what can, seeing that you know, most of our uh, de- demo here is the upcoming music producer. And when I say that, it's, you know, the, it's the guy who hasn't made any money from this. Yeah. But they do it every day. Maybe they've yes. been doing it for two years. Who Maybe are they, they talking have a family, to? Right? Who are they talking to on a daily basis? That's, um, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So listening to this and then taking action and saying, okay, I make beats. Who are the five artists 
Because you, you still have to have your top five. Who yeah. are the five artists I'm giving my music to all the time that are going to make my beats yeah. shine? Or people that yeah. work with artists. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Or maybe even other producers and musicians, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Connecting absolutely. with like-minded Collaborating. people. Yeah, you are who you hang out with. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, who are you hanging around with? Right, yeah. exactly. Like, wanted, like your parents used to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I wanted yeah. to ask you a question as far as like, you know, going back to the back in the day where you were doing like the videos on YouTube and things like that, recording yourself. What was the competition like in the producer community because i feel like even then there was no competition uh, i mean cause nowadays because nowadays I, like with social media you know everyone's a producer everyone's like yeah. posting themselves online and things yeah. like that was that something you didn't even have to like worry about and you, I, I wasn't I worried like about it for me I, I for me it's always about what are the metrics mm-hmm. which set you apart from other contenders mm-hmm. And so when you look at the greats, when you look at Michael Jordan, he just said, like, look, no matter how well I'm playing on the court, et cetera, I'm still shooting a thousand jumpers a day yep. off the court. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if somebody isn't as nice as me and is not shooting a thousand jumpers off the court, they're never going to catch up with me yeah. ever. Yep. OK, so that's what I'm saying. You can set it up so there, there is not any competition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had the same conversation with Hove. I was in Australia, and they were working on Watch the Throne, mm. and it was only the two of us left up, you know, in a studio session, and he just basically was like, look at my day. I, I woke up this morning. I had an Oprah appearance. I opened for you, too. I came back here. I'm at the studio, and it's just you and me. So being at the level where I'm at, and I'm still in the studio at this time working, how can anybody catch up with me? Right. <laughs> there is no competition yeah. at that no. point, right? And it's kind of so, like what you were saying: take advantage of the day and doing four mm-hmm. or five things that really matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, I have time to go to Oprah. Yeah, I have time to perform. Like, yeah. you know, doing as much as you can throughout the day to be effective. Exactly. Yeah. But you got to be organized. That's why you organized, need Superphone, yeah. and I foresee that this technology you're working on to be just like valuable for everyone. It's going to be. The, it, it's. The concept is going to be a default. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether you use super phone or active phone or organized phone <laughs> or whatever it is, because I'm sure that, you know, in the same way, this is such a great interview, in the same way that, um, you know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery and competitors will come up and people will emulate, there will be folks that say, hey, you know what, that is a great idea. I can program too. And I'm yeah. hoping... That we solve this, we solve yeah. this because I know yeah. people that still aren't on Facebook, right? right. Mm-hmm. Even though we think it's ubiquitous, I know some people that aren't on Gmail. Yeah. I know yeah. some people still got AOL, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, Hotmail, you know. And so <laughs> that's cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody's not on Verizon. Everybody's not on yeah. T-Mobile. So yeah. there will be competitors, and there will be folks that build platforms that that solve this problem in different ways. But I don't think any of us sitting here, you know, reflecting on this conversation that we're having can say that this is not a real challenge. Mm -hmm. And as texting becomes the dominant form of human communication, even more than face, because FaceTime requires that you have to have your full attention. Texting, you can still be having dinner. Yep. Pick out, you know, do a little text, et cetera. (laughs) I mean, I was at Facebook just now at the developers conference Mm -hmm. and they are building technology where you can text from your brain. Oh, God. Here we go. So you you text from your brain and it'll 
you know, they won't even, people won't even know that you just texted Illmind and his phone will actually just vibrate, right? Damn. Right now, right now it takes... Yeah, yeah, think yeah. about I think about that with music though. Just like, oh, I want to hear Beanie Man, like Philly Boy, and it just yeah. that shit on. will come up yeah. in my head though. Yeah, I mean, I think right we'll now get to that it will, one re- day, one it will day. require implants, you know, yes. so like, you I'm know, whatever. <laughs> I, I think I might be crazy enough to go for that just to see what <laughs> it's like. Please do it. I would do it. If Ryan Leslie came out with a shit and was like, yo, it goes in your ear and you just listen to the shit, I would, I would actually super phone, super ear. Just think your text and yeah. Email that would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Email. Like, no, I know you got my email. Well, the crazy. I mean, the crazy piece about this, and I really do have to go. Wow. But the crazy piece about this is that you just have to think how much data we're processing right right now. Mm. The fact that we have a, we are actually taking a picture of a 360 degree view of this room. And we're processing it. And I guarantee you we're all also having other conversations in our mind. We're thinking about what we need to do later. We're thinking about like... Uh, How you know, great this interview is going. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that's... So basically, she was saying... Uh, and I, I, y'all got to look at it. Go look at the FBFA.com, the second day keynote, the last lady who okay. was talking. And basically, she was saying there are four HD movies per second of data that are passing through your brain. And it's bottlenecked by our ability to communicate it, right? Oh my God. So the fact that we, if I try to describe this room right now, we're looking around this room and we have a picture of it in a split second, but to describe it, it will actually take yeah. us however long. So yeah. by that time, you've already thought so much more extra stuff, right? <laughs> right. So that's, that's what I'm saying. That's is crazy. like we're we're just like we're only at the we're only scratching the surface of what we're actually able to do yeah. as a species yeah right I, yeah. and i just I, I like i just like being ahead man it's, it's when do awesome you sleep, to be ahead. Ryan? when do you sleep oh he doesn't, he doesn't sleep, sleep. <laughs> do you sleep yo I we, know, yo, we were in uh <laughs> not to drop names we were in ludicrous's house in la i think he slept like two hours the whole no, time we were there sleep. he doesn't sleep i don't man. think he slept you the nap. whole time you nap yo but actually ryan i had a question sure how do you feel when you see these memes like Ryan Lizzie making a beat, and then it's like when 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 like when like the when like direct deposit comes in, and you're like dancing and like <laughs> the two. I like that. how does it? Be? I love. I love it. that. I love it too. I love that. I, just, I, I love that. I love that. That shit's iconic. Well, yeah, that's classic. First piece right of there. equipment. The first, Ooh, the first piece of equipment. Hey, ASR ten. It was an ASR ten. Yes, Team ASR ten, right here. Yeah. 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 had the same one, the same yeah. piece, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 That little thing was a beast. It's still crazy. It's still crazy. Still crazy. I sold mine. I shouldn't have. Should have kept it. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, we covered a lot today. I was gonna ask you one last piece of advice, but sure, go ahead. Go I, ahead. You know, go I ahead. I, I think last um, one last one. Go ahead. I think that's fair. You know, after all of this stuff that we talked about. You know, what, what's that one thing that you think really is just going to be that, you know, thing that people want to remember when they're trying to really, you know, reach success in what they're doing? Man, I, to go back to it again, your team. Team. You know, it's your team. team, team. And actually, people are not on your team if they don't respond to your messages. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's I mean, true. that's number one. That's like, true. Like, you, a team is like, I mean, imagine you had a, an NBA team and one person just stood there, right? Mm-hmm. In order to, to win as a team, everybody has to be in the game with the singular focus of winning. Mm-hmm. And winning is specific to the vertical, 
right? Right. So if you have a singular focus, so you got a soccer team on a basketball court, then they're not going to win the mm -hmm. basketball game, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so they have to be focused on what's important to the game that they want to win. Yeah. And so I would, I would just say, like, man, first of all, assemble a team that's going to be responsive and that are all singularly focused on what it's going to take to win in whatever vertical that you that that you want to be a winner. Right. There it is. All right. Hey. Ryan Leslie, <laughs> legendary. Let's give Go. Ryan a round of applause. Ryan man. Leslie, the We covered, we covered a lot. There you go. Gospel, gospel for that ass. Take that. Did you say for that ass? For that ass. <laughs> for that ass. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Mr. Ryan Leslie. Ooh. I always get so inspired whenever he comes here. Jeez. I get so inspired. Yeah, he's just he's just a really smart guy. Yeah, I just have to sit there and just listen. Take it in. Yeah, I didn't say nothing. I was just like, yes, keep on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let mm -hmm. me just be a sponge right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. He's the true definition him. of like a hard, dedicated hard working. Yeah, and you know, from working at Engine Room, and you you yeah. know, he books sessions there a lot. Yeah. You know, how is he? Is it like super intense when he's there? No, he's super low key. He's yeah. very he's like a ninja. He in knows and what out. he wants. He knows yeah. what he wants to do. Gets it done. Keeps it moving. Yeah, good guy. Well, when when he's if you ever get a chance to be in the studio with him or, or witness him in the studio, it he really is just like the videos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. he's full of energy. Yep. He's in there, yo, laying shit down. Yo, the meme of him, you know, like when the check deposits <laughs> and he's like dancing and playing <laughs> the keys. That meme it's is classic. I love it. And Ryan's always in like a good. No, but that's chill, really listen. Good, like I was home. in. We ill. Remember, we were in Atlanta mm -hmm. at Ludacris's house. Mm -hmm. We're Ryan Leslie. And we stood there for a few days at Ludacris's house when he was working on Ludiversal. And Ryan Leslie was there. And let me tell you, that's exactly, ew, am I wrong? Yeah. Exactly how he is. Mm -hmm. When he's yeah. in there playing the fucking keys and laying the fucking programming, dude, he's so intense. And that's exactly how he is. It's real. It's yeah. really real, right? It's really real. Yeah. It's man. really real. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Ryan Leslie. Shout man. out to Ryan. Um, we're going to get right. into this Super blap fun. or crap. Let's go. Man, if so, Ryan wasn't in a yeah. rush, man. I know. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. He's got, he's got, question. um, you know. Uh, that would have been fun. He has oh my Google God. executives to call on <laughs> yeah. phone. He really does, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's a fact. That's, that's Yeah, but we'll, we'll get him back again. Yeah. At some point, for sure. Yeah. But uh, this is Blap or Crap. So this is the segment, guys, where we dig into our email and we choose a random beat that you sent to us. We're going to play it live here on the show. And if we like the beat, we're going to give it a blap. And if we don't, we're going to give you a crap. And we're going to give you a little bit of constructive criticism or Do as constructive as possible. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you were interested in submitting a beat for this segment, you can send one MP3 oh, to uh, info at blapchat.com with email subject blap or crap. Okay. And uh, one more announcement um before we get into that is that you should definitely visit blapkits.com b-l-a-p-k-i-t-s.com you guys don't know i'm really turning up on the kits this month yeah. um blap kit volume nine yeah. is officially out so go get that if you don't um my new sample pack, All Flutes, Everything is Out. It's, 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 uh, the streets are talking. Yeah, these and, kids uh, are everywhere, man. Yo, dude, this guy, so go cop that. Kendrick. Yeah, it's everywhere, Khalid. man. Yeah. Dude, uh, this guy's locked in like, ill, like, I see him every day. So I haven't seen him. The way Blackkit 9, Volume 9, dude, the way he's locked in right now is yeah. ill. You're like, 
What's going on, bro? Well, listen, you man, okay? You, you know, listen when you, you um, when when you when you do something, you you get you get like Bruce Lee. When yeah. you do something, you I know, like I'm not even saying that to be funny. You know, <laughs> it's like it's muscle memory for me. It's kind of you know, like what like, Ryan said. He's like, there is no competition. No, there, there there's Black there's kids, clearly. I there's mean, there's no competition. Yeah, in the drum kit business, there, there's no there's there's no one even really in my field. Dude, he honestly. comes in at eight o'clock in the morning and leaves at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, no bullshit. And, and he only yeah. eats, and he eats, and even sometimes he eats in the studio. And that whole time, he's dolo. Yeah, he this dude. I, man, nine is gonna be crazy. Yeah, nine. Is gonna I don't be know crazy. what's on your mind, but I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, um, you know, we're just doing something for the producer community. You know what I mean? Just trying to give back. Producer culture. And um, but you know, yeah, I'm pretty good at what I do. You know what I mean? And um, <laughs> I'm gonna say that with confidence. Just throw it in there. Um, you know, it's just what it is. But uh. All right, black for crap. I'm ready to hear other people's mm-hmm. beats. Right Last now. week was pretty good. Last yeah. week was good. Was pretty good. I wasn't here, was but yeah. I was moving, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know you guys missed me, but <laughs> listen. Oh God! No brown paper bags today. Glam is gonna love this one. Our first submission for today is Masoins. No. Masoins. Oh shit, Masoins. 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 Why won't you talk to me? This is Masoins. I tweeted Masoins yes. like four weeks ago. He didn't and reply. He never got back. Masoins yeah. is a superstar. He's, he's too high. He's, he's blowing high up. up. There. I can't he's too reach high him. up. Yo, Masoins got a buzz. He got a buzz. He's, he's right. overseas. He's on a different time frame. He's on a different time oh, he's zone. He's busy. He's busy. Okay. All right, let's right. see what he got right Here's now. Here's Masoins. <laughs> Let's see how this kicks in. I don't know, Masoins. Damn, I'm a little disappointed. Fucking, <laughs> I'm going to sleep right now, dude. You was a legend, bro. Masoins. This is your like your alter ego. This is hip hop hand. Hip hop hand is up. Oh, here oh, we go. Glam. Glam got the hip hop arm up. Okay, like this, this part, part is better. And See, it took if he would have started to get to this part, yeah. start with this, right? Start with this. Start with After this. the yeah. intro, just drop to this. There you go. Like a one or two bar intro, and then boom, right yeah. into it. Start with this one. Yeah. I like that snare. Snare. Snappy. Yeah, I don't like this one though. Snappy. I don't like this. Snare. I don't like that one. It had like a little weird yeah. ring to it. Yeah. Well, Damn, Masons, right. you you disappointed me, man. Yeah. Let me start that off. I'm gonna crap that, bro. For real. Um. There it is. Um, <laughs> it's just boring. I, I, the second part was cool with the different drums. I think you should have started with that yeah. and then build it built from there. But um, I uh, yeah, I think if you're gonna go back to this, just take that second part with the second set of drums, and then build that track, and then like you know go from there. But all the other shit can go. So <laughs> I'm gonna grab it. <laughs> Same. Crap. I mean, Damn. like I didn't like the snare, and then the part that was enjoyable took way too long for you to like get to the point. Yeah. But it even then it still needs like way more. Not like horrible, but no, I didn't like it. No. Nope. Yeah, I agree. Crap that. Masoins. Come on, Masoins. Damn, bro. 
You have like the best name. You can't. We've been asking. We're still rooting for you. We've been asking for him for about. We've got a real opportunity right now. I feel like I know you. I feel like you're dead to me now. He's he's like a character on the show. Damn. We've been. I feel like I just lost my best friend. Fuck. Right. You lost a dog. You're done. But I'm gonna crap that. Um, I agree. Like the first, the intro was cool. You know, I, I liked where it was going, but it kind of got a little boring after that. It yeah. kind of dragged a bit. I think the first eight, I didn't even, I don't even know how how long that was, yeah, was but the long. first eight or 16 bars just yeah. erased that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I'll do it because we have to, but uh, intro way too long, mm-hmm. way too long. I would say just cut that into like two bars and then c- come in with the record really strong. <laughs> Besides that. Crap. Ooh, one, one crap. You only get one crap. So yeah, that's a crap for me. And one All more right. time. Fuck All it. Right. Ew, one All more right. time. No. Fuck that's it. Damn Pull near, it up. Fuck it. That's I damn near like, a brown paper nah, bag. No, yeah. it is a it's if, this you is, to, if you have to flush it that listen, often, then it's a brown paper bag. It is it's a brown sure. paper bag. When you see it, walk the other way, guys. Walk the other right. way. I feel be. like I just lost my best friend, bro. <laughs> Um, all right, next up is um, Ian Nelson. Okay. All right. You have uh, the people of the mass media who manipulate uh, information. Uh, uh, they distort Cut that. Uh, statistics, they distort uh, reports, uh, essentially, they distort reality. We yeah. define pigs as those who are actively involved in the machinery. Sorry, Ian. We're gonna no, have to skip well, you. We nope, oh, Ian. That was yeah. a that was a big fail. Just get rid of yeah. that intro, bro. <laughs> resend Damn. it, please. Like, resend why it. Why would you do that? Are right, we gonna skip listener. it? Next up is you're a terrible that, person. This is that pianist. You're that that pianist. I think we got something. No, we don't have that pianist. What? That pianist. No. No. Whoa. 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 Nope. What is this? Nope. That pianist. All right. Stop saying his name. We're you. Stop saying his name. We're skipping you. I don't even. Okay. We had him last week because he wasn't here for that. And I said pianist, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's not pianist. how you say it. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> weird. You, you might want to like think about no. changing your name. Right, I'm going to keep saying pianist. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> ne- next, <laughs> next is uh, vocab music. This is uh, V O K A B, and uh, music is actually uh, M U Z I C. Okay, so don't get that shit twisted. Vocab music. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go first. That's the crap. That's cool. Oh my god! But 
Oh, what is dated? Is that five years, ten years? I don't know, but that's that much. It's almost brown paper bag, and I'm going to tell you why. There was nothing unique about that. I've heard that. I've heard that done a million times. Oh, sorry. I have Mexican today. But uh, I heard it done a million times. Yeah. It wasn't like something that's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Listen, that's me. I'm going to crap it. Okay. I'm not, I won't brown paper bag it, but I'm okay. going to crap it. I think I'm going to blap that. Blap. I'm going to it too. And I'm going to open up Two blaps. Oh, my God. Time. I'm like, feel like Sonic the Hedgehog right now. Yeah, I blap it too. I think my first instinct was, okay, this is cool. I'm going to, like, I, I want to blap it. I think mm-hmm. the mix was a little bit. I don't know if it, yeah, it was like overbearing a little. Yeah, it was, it was way too over. I kind of had to like take my headphones off. Bright. Yeah, it's it's way too bright. Yeah, and it's like distorting all over the place. But I kind of felt like a like driving in the hills, like in Cali, kind of like mm. you know roof roof down. Yeah, you know, sunny day, good vibes type yeah. of thing. So I like that. I think work on the mix a little bit mm-hmm. and then maybe tweak a couple things. But that was cool for me, so I blap that. Hey, glam yeah, black. I like the chorus part, the part that right before you. That's what made me like it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, I, I like the use of the drums, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it sounded dated. It just was just like need some work. Like it was just like like you said, too yeah. bright. Yeah. yeah, sample was a little distorting. Had potential. Had potential. So I'm black potential, but I like this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh. So I'm actually gonna I'm gonna crap it, but. Um, I think it was like right there, dude. I think it was right there. I think with a couple tweaks and maybe like a better sequence, the the vibe was there, man. It had a really, really dope vibe. So mm-hmm. that was close for me. I, I'm going to crap it, but I was very, very close. So good job, Vocab Music with a Z. Good job, Vocab Music with a Z. Vocab. Vocab Music with a Z. This is Conjure Music also with a Z. Oh. Maybe I should change my name to Ill Minds, but it's Ill Minds. That, that? Yo, that's how I know when they really don't really know who Ill Mind is. When yeah, they, they go, the hey, hey, listen, so you and Ill Minds. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, yo, all right, go over there. Ill Minds what? Ill Minds what? Ill Minds music yeah. pause. Ill Minds. Plural. All right, let's hear it. Let's it's hear like it. reasons. Yo, I use reasons in Pro Tools. Reasons. You want to say reasons? <laughs> reasons. Just like reasons. <laughs> I got that logics. I have artists. Okay, this mix is too low. I hope it fades in. Jalapeno. I'm tripping out. He's bugging. Jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. This, this is like Lion King or something. Jalapeno. <laughs> Mike, I'm in hard You've got to. You've got to. You've got to. Go against the system. You've got to. Put your hands up. You have to destroy what they want you to believe. You've got to. This sounds like a country club. Give it all you got. Sounds like a country club. I feel like it's. Country club. A hood country club. I feel like if you were getting chased through the jungle, oh, maybe in like a yeah. movie. Oh, that's good. Licensing. Licensing. This has licensing opportunity. <laughs> licensing opportunity and Curtis Blow opportunity. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I actually think that that beat could be very interesting for like a licensing. Yeah, you I guys are right. You see that in a movie. Like you running through the jungle, something's yeah. chasing you. You're so football. Down. Fucking football tackling the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I can see that in a movie with various, um, just I guess like um, animals. Like, and stuff like that. Like the, Lion King. the Lion King. No, no. Akuma Matata. No, no, no. Akuma Matata. Akuma Matata. Oh, my God. Oh, goddamn. Akuma Matata. <laughs> All right, next. We can't even, I can't even really comment on that anymore. What do you say after Let's that? Let's hear the next one. All right, next up. Next, we're just going to, we're just going to keep going, bro. All right. Next up is Aaron. Simply. Down. It's yeah. just too loud right now. Yeah. Aaron. All right, how's that? Better? Yeah. Next up is Aaron. Um, he's uh let's see. Uh he's Filipino. You know, oh, got my people no. here. See, they got the re- that's it. Your family already. Ilman Yo, Filipino. Check it out, Aaron. You're Filipino. All right, so <laughs> basically, gonna... basically I'm gonna give this one a blat. Um <laughs> exactly. I think that shit was ill. Uh, Yo, the drums don't play was around. tight. The, the drums was tight. Here. The drums was tight. The sample was fire. Um, I, I think you need to send that to me ASAP. We're gonna go shop together. As a matter of fact, what's your PayPal account? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a little a little gift. I want to um, hear this beat just for submitting this. your beat. You know what I mean? I'm gonna send you like a couple racks. <laughs> PayPal um, and uh, yo, I'm gonna give you my phone number too, and I'll give you my social security number, and uh, I'm gonna send you a copy of my license. (laughs) It's gonna be fire. It's gonna be fire. I told you. Get that PayPal account ready, bro. Crap it. Damn, Alice, you know what? You're racist, dude. He ate those chalupas again. First of all, first of all, fucking racist. Dude, where the fuck was the bass? I heard no bass line. I want to hear the fucking bass line. Give me a fucking rolling 808. Give me something in there that's gonna, gonna like put everything together. Right Mm. now, it was just like, where was the low end? I heard no bass line. Am I wrong? I heard bass. Right. I, I I'm, I'm, listen, I'm crapping that. I'm gonna blab. Right. I'm gonna crap that. I'm gonna crap that. Two blabs. I'm gonna crap that. I want to hear the boom, 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 boom. Like, me give me something. Are like very opposite today. Give me, yeah. give me something. I heard no baseline. 
Atlas doesn't like that. it. I'm gonna blap it too. Maybe yeah. it's my headphones. I heard yeah. no bass line. It was so. a good vibe. It made me like feel listen, like it, 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 was, it was, made me feel like I was at a listen, bar. It was it was well done. It was well done, and I'll give it like yo. I didn't want to crap it. But I didn't hear a bass line. If I would have heard a bass line, I would have given a blap. Yeah. I didn't hear a bass line. I have it's to love that's it. That's okay. Like it, no I'll, bass I'll, line. I'll blap that. Yeah. It gave me a good vibe. It made me good feel vibe. like I was exactly. like in a club in like another country. Mm-hmm. Or like if I was in, in like, Tokyo. Yeah. Or like just like, oh, or just like certain stores shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. mood. Exactly. And you just. You're shopping. Shop. I would want to know who it was. If yeah. Barney's. Right, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Compton Margiela. You know what I mean? You know, no you know what, Aaron? No I'm going to say this, Aaron. Send me your PayPal address. I'm going to send you a little something. <laughs> you know I mean? like, I'm going to fly you out here, bro. We got to stick together. Filipino power. Okay? Yeah. You guys are <laughs> fucking mafia. I swear <laughs> so, to God. These guys are mafia. Filipinos, so, <laughs> they're that, fucking mafia. Is, is all of still them. still a blap, though, after hearing it? Yeah, I'm blapping it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't even. He just was like, "Yeah, by the way." He blapped it before he, he heard it because he heard he was Filipino. Blapping he predicted it. it. Yeah. I predicted it. Filipino. Motherfuckers got rhythm. <laughs> All right. Next up is Young Lord Sean. Young Lord Sean. Young Lord. I feel like he has long Sean. hair. He might have long hair. <laughs> he sounds like someone with long hair. He got long hair. You got. He probably got long. He's like clothes. a surfer or something, like maybe a skater clothes. or something. Yeah. Says surfer. It's too long. Too long. It's too hey. long. Yeah. Where's your drop, bro? Got to respect. Respect. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Drugs. Hugs. No, no. All right, I'm, I'm crapping it right now before we even proceed. Crap up with this. I, can, I know. I can hear it already. Let the bass. No. No. Damn, he didn't even have a. Like you're saying, His bass is like really low saying. It ain't even there what, Is he gonna rap? It's been like fucking 47 seconds of nothing No I don't wanna be playing I don't wanna be playing <laughs> I don't wanna be playing Ho, ho, ho Motherfuckers don't know Motherfuckers ain't I'm saying Oh, I don't wanna be Oh, shit No, no, no Fuck is you saying I got that, that hey. running, that running, that running, that uh, fucking with me, uh, that fucking fuck with his head, that motherfuckers don't know. Hey. Hey. Okay. Uh. Hey. Hey. All right, yo, you already know. You already know what this is. You already know what game this is. What game are we playing here? That kind of like, this is going to sound so wrong. Say it. But like his name, what's his name? Young, Young Lord, Lord Sean. Sean. That's the first like, thing that came to mind was like a Drake type beat. <laughs> damn, damn, <laughs> damn, damn. damn. Listen, I, I honestly like, like what is it? Young Lord Sean. Sean. That Young just Lord sounds. Sean. Yeah, like a like a like it's been had before. There's a lot of it's like, a, like a little little whatever. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of young lords out there. There's a lot of young lords, but I, in all honesty, I think I think the big mistake for that one was the sample was just too loud and the drums, yeah, drums just were kind of non-existent. But I see where you're going. Like, you just got to go in there and, 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 you know, put a little more in, into it. You know what I'm saying? I could yeah. have heard certain rappers on it, but I think... 
Yeah. For me, it was the same thing. Like the sample was a little too overpowering compared to the drums. And then your bass was like just completely hidden. And the intro was just too long. Intro yeah. was long. Intro was a bit Intros long. Intros were very mm -hmm. long. Yeah, exactly. Long. You guys want to comment on it? Yeah, I have a comment. Highlight it, drag it down <laughs> to the lower bottom right half of your screen. Don't even save like, it. Until a little recycled trash bin. Yeah, should they just put it in there? Save it in that but folder. I will say no. I like oh, no. All jokes aside, though, seriously, the BPMs were tough. BPMs, the BPMs were tough. Were really tough. So good job, good job. Yeah, the BPMs were hard. All right, next one. Let's go. Next up is Enzo Fury. E N Z O Fury. Okay. Yeah. Real hip hop. <laughs> it hasn't even started yet. Real hip hop. Curtis Blow. Running man, right now, I'm gonna start doing the running. I man. think for me, that one is like you don't even save it, just take the whole project. That oh, was 1998 as fuck. Damn, throw it in a trash bin and just forget about it. Counts as dated. Fuck. That was 1998 as fuck. I will say though, oh, no. I am I'll, I'm gonna crap it too, but I will say that, um, for some reason, I see that like license to something. I don't something know, what. On, a, on something on a grander weird. scale, not an artist, not an artist. I can't see an artist using that. I don't know. I don't know. Like a what's those like Willy like maybe like a brand like a sneaker brand commercial like <laughs> yeah say yeah. like Cover Girls <laughs> or you know when you watch like um you know you watch regular TV and then like a local commercial comes on mm -hmm. like um like uh local. you know uh, BMW Manhattan yeah. car wash like, service. car wash service on fucking twenty third and Eighth Ave commercial. Come Probably like field. background for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like funeral Kings funeral Park service. White. Like a dog Bought walker. A funeral home. Yeah, dog, dog walker, <laughs> like, you know, Brook Brooklyn, like, you know. Just I don't know, man. Sketchers like, like, like running a, through like the a park. New York But like sketchers in Atlantic Center and yeah. shit. Rainbow. Like local shit. Rainbow. Yeah, man. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, next up we have um where is this? No. No, you're not the one, bro. Um, okay, we're picking at random, picking at random, picking at random. Daniel did it. That's his name. Let's go. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember he, got, him. He, he got another one here. Daniel. You did it, Daniel. <laughs> He's consistent. That sample's been used a lot of times.
All Starfest. Right. All no. right. Uh, Mundo Stardust. Mundo Beats, Beats, Beats. What you buy, Budweiser, King of Beers. Um, Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> Telemundo. Dude, that's a crap. <laughs> it was cool. I like. I, I liked. I like what he did, but manipulate the sample. Do something to it. Yeah. Don't add a kick, a snare, a hi hat, and you know. Well, he did I, try chopping it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he work. did exactly. He tried, but he didn't do it. So oh, do it right. Do it the right way, and then I'll fucking give it a fucking blap. So right now it's a crap. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, crap. Dad? Duh. I don't like it. That's it. <laughs> Damn. Perfection. Yeah, hey, I think I'm going to crap that. It was a little boring for me. It kind of gave me like he was trying it was to hip-hop do like hands. West Coast mm. vibe. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't working for me. It was a little boring. Yeah, I'm going to crap it too. I think Jay used that sample a long time mm-hmm. ago and a couple other people. So, yeah, if you're going to sample, just just be, really try to be careful. That shit you know too. what I mean? Like, a few people did, yeah. I mean, I love that sample. And even it's like just... play with tempos, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You don't have to kind of stick to what, whatever. Yeah, I mean that was his. That was his choice, but exactly. All right. So, um, our last submission for today is seven, but it's actually spelled number seven, S V N, and then another seven. Um, that's confusing as shit. Seven V seven. Seven V seven. Seven seven seven. Let's go. Need some fire. Let's see where it goes. It's already crap for me. I'm just gonna put it out there. Mundo. Potential though. Mm-hmm. I fuck with this. Yeah, I mean potential. Hold on. Listen, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that could sing, but being a star is a whole nother level. <laughs> I think with the right person, I can actually fuck with it. Yeah, potential, but I don't black potential, so I'm mm-hmm. crapping that. That was cool though. It was cool. It's cool. Atlas had to- Takahitos today. No, nah, it was cool, but I'm, I'm crapping that. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look right. at it? Like I'm, I'm gonna blap that. Blap. I love today. I love I love it. I like that. I blap. Liked it. I nice. would like to hear like certain things be taken out mm-hmm. in certain areas. Like I feel like there were a lot of the things that were repetitive, although he brought in the bass at a certain point, but I like the vibe. I feel like if he filtered out that like vocal sample and EQ'd it differently. Right. People will fuck with it if Drake got on it. Right. Yeah. If the right artist was on it. What do you think, Liam? Same. I, I, I'll blap it. It was cool. Blap, I'm in a good mood today. Blap, cool. Blap. Yeah, no, I liked it. It was like vibe. It was vibey. It was vibey. So you can, yeah, vibey wins with me. So good. Yeah. It's that was thing. almost. Not, no, I'm sorry. It'll not to yeah. cut you off. 
There's a lot of ifs in there. <laughs> don't if. If you fucking blap it, you fucking, you no, know it's a blap. Like, I feel you know like, what I'm saying? I feel like you don't those, if. those there's, things are there's, minor changes. There's, there's, like, I, I understand, but there's no like, oh, it has potential. No. If it's a fucking blap, you fucking blap that nah, motherfucker. it's a fucking blap. I just think okay, okay, doing, like, blap, doing minor things like an EQ doesn't really disqualify it from yeah. being a blap. You know, yeah. that's a small mix thing. He might yeah. not be the best mixer, but his... Arrangement is dope and his sound selection is cool to make the beat Agreed. sound like what it is. So, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that's what I'm looking at. But if like your sounds are bad and the mix overall is yeah, terrible it and it's just boring, yeah. then that's a crap. But I think this this if he, you know, tweaked a couple things which are not even that serious, I yeah. can see someone on it. Yeah, everyone's got their own perspective yeah. on, mm-hmm. on it. And like I agree with Glam. If the right artist got on there, then the simplicity of the beat would it would be awesome go away it would be actually work so i think this track in some uh situations could be an awesome song and in others it could be not just good another, you know yeah, what i mean just another be, like just average as good beat as it could be bad yeah exactly so i i'm going to crap it but i think that with the right artist on here that could be dope so that's that Wow, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, different opinions today. But, uh, no, but unsur- dude, no, like- listen, unsurprisingly, uh. the Filipino has the best beat today. <laughs> he did. Aaron, he did. Right? Send that PayPal of course, over. the Filipino oh cat comes God. in here and destroys everyone. Okay, y'all stick together. I'll we stick say together. That. Okay, y'all definitely stick together. We do. We do. That's God damn it! Shout to Aaron. You know what I mean? <laughs> my my brother. And Masoins. Come on, and Masoins. Masoins, I feel Masoins, like... I'm Masoins, disappointed, no, man. I invested... Today, man. We invest so much... Time. I love to Masoins, you. But he slipped up today, man. It wasn't the right Masoins. I don't know if Masoins did it the last time either. He didn't. Uh, he, he, he dropped the ball. One thing yeah. I would say is like, if you're a listener and you're submitting your music, listen to the podcast. You never know when we'll yeah. play your music. There's been a couple of people that we've actually said, hey, reach out. Your shit's yeah. dope. Yeah. People DM you all the time, but yeah, only a, a fact, selected yeah. amount of them have reached out. So it's mm-hmm. like, are you guys even listening to like even Masoins? Like Masoins, yeah. we spoke about you for like two months, bro. Yeah. He's popping. I almost oh, found every you, episode. found you on He's Twitter. On wrote to him. But he don't be replying back to people. And he just emailed us like three weeks later. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. opportunity. Come yeah. on, Masoin, yeah. step up. But your shout game, to Masoin, shout to everyone who listens For to sure. the show. Yeah. But also, you know, don't don't try to analyze too much and submit something that you think is going to get a, a a blap. I think really it's just about like send us what you think is dope, and yeah. if all of us crap it, then it means that you need to like you know change something, or it's a reminder that man, like wow, I really thought that was dope, but they really thought it sucked. So like, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe they're crazy or maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just something to think about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Fine-tuned, so. fine-tuned, fine-tuned. Fine-tune it. Um, again, shout out to Ryan Leslie for an amazing Sounds episode true. today. Yes. Awesome. Wow. This is episode 34. Let's go. I feel like we're just getting started with this shit, yeah, man. It's light work. Some big things in the works right now. Uh, you know, this is uh, going to be the beginning of good things to come. Uh Shit is pretty exciting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 80-20 party, 25th. Yeah, the 25th, 80-20 party. Yeah. You already know how we do come through. Go to illmindproducer.com, get those yep. tickets. Yep. And, um, yeah, man, we got a lot going on. Follow us on all social media, Blap Chat, and we'll see you all next week. Let's give yeah. one more round of applause for ourselves. Hey! The squad's in here. Yo. And we'll see you all next week. Damn, damn. Our last? God damn it.